<laughs> for our wonderful cold open right now, uh, it's not going to be very cold because I'm saying that right now. It's a warm uh, for open. Our wonderful. I feel like we should all reminisce. You know, it's been a year of man. This is is this the first solid year of Mammonberg we've had? I think I so. Think this, this is, is the I first so. like real year of pretty consistent yeah. output. Because we started consistently putting episodes out last September, uh, se- September of 2021, yeah, um, and onward. So, yeah, I mean, with a couple breaks, a couple hiatuses, um, we, this is this was a year of Mammonberg. I'm proud it of us, folks. One year of Mammonberg. I I'm especially <laughs> reminiscing, especially reminiscing because a buddy of mine and, and a real life buddy of mine. I have real friends uh, outside of the internet. I don't know if you guys knew this. Um, Wait, he, so really? he, yeah. <laughs> I, I know people. Um, Next, he's going to tell us he has sex. <laughs> oh, I oh no, I don't oh, do that. Of course, that is. I only contemplate the forms and uh, the life of the mind. But exactly. no, uh, you, you make you make your Calvinist, your fundamental Calvinist <laughs> father proud. No, but I. So I have a real. Uh, so yeah, a friend, a buddy of mine, um, has never listened to the show before, but is always kind of like, I guess, felt guilty about that because he's my friend who doesn't listen to a podcast. So he decided to start listening he's a he's a mailman so he has like 10 hour shifts of not listening of needing to listen to shit and he decided mm-hmm. to start listening to Mammonberg from episode one. Oh, that was um, an awful idea which is a terrible idea but also it, it got me to go pop around at some of those old episodes and one thing i think we're a lot better <laughs> we're a lot better now yeah. much, but it did make more. me reminisce you know we've been doing this for like a year and a half now it's pretty awesome you know so yeah, it's been a it's been a wonderful year. I mean, in my real life, it's kind of sucked, but this Mammonberg has been pretty good. Welcome to Mammonberg, everybody. Welcome. To let's let's all reminisce a little bit. Let's let's see our yeah. own personal perspective of Mammonberg. Okay, yeah. Phil, were you screwing with me when? Were you screwing with all of us when you didn't know how to unsubscribe from an email? No. Okay, we. I know that this is this is a <laughs> no. couple, this is quite a ways back. I think this was even in twenty. That was I was one of the most this. embarrassing moments of my life because <laughs> I, because I think back to this pretty often, and I wonder if you were if this was a bit that you just weren't telling us about. Yeah. <laughs> While we were on an episode with with Caligula and your at the time fiance Kurt wife. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. Let's let's get all mad at each other rather than helpful. What's uh? Let's go around. What's the most embarrassing moment we've all had on the podcast? <laughs> the entire period of time when I had a potato for a microphone. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. yeah. That was pretty bad. I don't think I've ever it's... done anything embarrassing. Oh, no, you no, don't no, think no, so? You're, you're perfect. You have well, you never are, done you anything. You are an online. Me, hold on, I'm pulling up a, a word doc. Don't pay attention to me. Hold on. <laughs> You've just been collecting. That's what you should do for this coming year. Just collecting every terrible thing that you could pull out of context that I've said. That is what I usually do for my friend group. I, I collect the things that they say that will be very funny and or compromising in <laughs> just out of outside context. Of context yeah. where, let me get uh, a little bit sappy here and let me okay. talk about right. the, the effects of having a podcast on my personal life. Because obviously everybody knows that that Finch is a real a real woman who came to my real wedding. Yeah, that's cool. A real you you chuds couldn't fucking make it. Something about um, airfare being ter- expensive yeah. and it's hard to get off of work. But yeah, 
it, it is true that two of the hosts of this show, we're just some old schmucks from Twitter that met each other. Uh, I and, was on. Uh, <laughs> I was in the midst of finals. No, no, no. I, I'm not, no. Play. I'm just saying we're a bunch of schmucks from Twitter that know each other, and yet at least two of us did actually meet in real life at a wedding, yes. which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. That, well, that listen, is cool just that because happened. you guys, I have never uh, groped your flesh in my hands. <laughs> Well, don't uh, describe you know, it if, like If that. we see each yeah, other in person, you're still not going to be allowed to do that. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen. Just because, I, just because I've never uh, tasted the tender, uh, <laughs> supple flesh of Josiah W. Sutton. <laughs> okay. okay. Just because it doesn't mean you guys are any less of my like closest friends who I have a podcast with. Dude, that's hold right. on. My, Let, my... I want to pause this for... Do you do this to your closest friends? Do you like eat them? Well, oh, uh, well, Har- Harley has some words for that. Harley, <laughs> if you're listening, you know. Uh, do you have a friend named Harley that you have eaten? He came to my wedding. He's like my second yeah. best man. Yeah, I, I, I met him. He actually. and Finch danced. It was great. We Aww. did. That's cute. Most uh, yeah. most of my friends don't listen to this show, which is probably that's probably funny. for the best. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're aware it exists. <laughs> Yeah, my uh, well, my Josiah. friends and family are aware I do a show, and I don't tell them anything more than that. <clears throat> um, there's been a few that started listening this year, though. Chris Barker, and eventually he became a guest on the show. But that's yes. a real life friend, friend of the show. Started listening to the show. Yeah, friend of the <laughs> show now. Yeah, now he's an official friend of the show. Uh, we should play the music. We should. Yeah, play we this. should. Let's. Uh, I didn't get so to Chris... share any of my. Oh, memories. you know what? You know what? Oh, okay. share, yes, no, share yeah. a fucking memory. I'm sorry. Wait, I'm Finch, so sorry. something <laughs> about sharing your memories on Mammonberg? What? Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've silenced women yet again. You yeah. have silenced women yet again. <laughs> you could even not do it <laughs> just for the this was year. our nice new year's eve special and you yeah. could <laughs> not be a misogynist you had to corrupt it to with you, your you male gyrations you saw the opportunity to be a misogynist <laughs> just one more time you couldn't you couldn't help yourself just once more for 2020 it's a sickness so. really i i have publicly humiliated myself on this podcast so many times <laughs> i'm like the femme I'm not even. No, I'm not making that joke. Um, I'm like the I'm like the Felix Biderman with tits. <laughs> Felix Biderman. Felix Biderman. The Felix Biderman of the podcast. The fem. The fem like Spiderman. No, that's bad. Felix the Finch. Biderman. The Finch. Why does he look like that? I'm sorry, everyone's... So this is actually uh, something I'm guilty of many times. This is a secret. Every once in a while, I will be completely flabbergasted or flummoxed by something you guys say. Every once in a while. And I won't know what it is. So I'll have to look it up. And then... My reaction to it on the podcast is my real time reaction. It, yeah. Oh, okay, I go- I Google you, things Phil, on the podcast for... all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> thank you for speaking over women yet again, both, both of you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I I <clears throat> I don't know. We've had some. I think uh, our discourse around Harry Potter was one of the funniest things I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> Did we talk about yeah. Harry Potter? Um, yeah. yeah, I feel like we we did that episode in yeah, a fugue we, state. Yeah, we did. We've done a, a handful of them. We we uh, definitely did a Harry Potter Holocaust joke. So yeah. that's yeah. another <laughs> one. 
<laughs> that was um, that was Phil doing a G.K. Chesterton impression as well. Yes. Was... <laughs> I I remember that I was walking. I I was listening to that episode while I was walking to campus, and he like says like. You could be a wizard after I finish my crack, and I ne- I had to like cover my <laughs> mouth because I was laughing so hard. <laughs> Wait, okay, so how did how did my G.K. Chesterton voice go? Because if I if I can retool it, I gotta say that again. You know, because oh, yeah, go for the- it. It was you. Is a uh, uh, a low British accent. A low British accent. Yeah, that's like that. it. Oh you, yeah, that's you, it. You, oh Harry. Oh Harry, uh, you could be you could be a wizard after I finish my crack. <laughs> this show rocks. <laughs> oh man! Oh, what a uh, what uh, my buddy listening back through the show reminded me of was an ancient bit that we haven't done in forever. It was a Phil bit. Oh God! Uh, was it? Was it? Hey Peter! I saw that tweet. Yeah, it sure was. It was. I uh, it I'd was. Uh, you remember that tweet, Peter? <laughs> I bet. Trad Family Guy. Oh my Trad-cast God! Family Guy, which is like the second episode of I'd the bitter. show. You remember? You remember that episode, Peter? That's right, Peter. Do you remember when he said, "Hey Peter, what if we kissed in a Holocaust museum?" I do remember that. I do, in fact, remember that. I Peter. I Peter. How better. are we not what if we kissed in the Holocaust? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's probably some of our most cancelable co- lines were in the unlistenable the early, first like yeah. ten episodes. So <laughs> they're luckily buried within like <laughs> somehow if, I've become more cogent at all, over time. <laughs> if if they were at all listenable, we would have been cancelled. However, it's that's, the fact yeah. that it's so garbage. Yeah. God no made them unlistenable. Listen to the full thing. Since we're all Christians here, we can all agree that God made them unlistenable because for he, our he kinda, sake, for our, for our own sake. sake. Well, there was like a like a like an hour of making jokes about Chris Christie being fat one time. That's true. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. if Chris Christie runs for president again, we have to do that again. Yeah, it, it was a pretty it we was a pretty large episode. Pretty pretty hefty. <laughs> the, <laughs> the chicken fill hybrids that was also oh, yeah. that was horrifying. a good one that was a good that was good the enduring that bits really, really funny episode on the terror that got possessed and like we never released it oh I yeah was, i was sad because we had a very fun discussion oh my god it was great and then the the audio corrupted like all good podcast material the audio we, yeah corrupted. we were having a lot of technical issues in the yes beginning. we did especially yeah. that first part yeah. Like as the, like we were getting the podcast set up, there was just so many just with the raw audio before it would even get edited. Yeah. Well, this has been a ridiculously long but heartfelt cold open. Yeah, so I think I, we should we should probably say to everyone. Wait, did I get this to 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 say my my? Uh, I, I thought you yeah. regret it, but I, I yeah, didn't Jackal say the didn't get I, to talk I, about I feel, how he. I like... feel like we've shared a lot of memories. I thought you did. no, I didn't get <laughs> to share God, my God, own. God, God. Okay, okay, all right. <laughs> Is it the Ben Carson impression? That's a highlight. That's true. <laughs> what, I did make you laugh for you seven minutes. About, right? What are you talking about? Impression of Ben Carson right here. Oh. Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas, everyone. This is the day when the baby Jesus was crucified on top of the Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
Anywho, oh, uh, yeah, no, the Ben Carson impression notwithstanding, which I, it's one of my favorites. I think one of my highlights in terms of our progress on Mammonberg has been one the uh, the Demetrius episode. Mm. I think that that was like a legitimately really informative the, the one christian nationalism one yeah. christian national yeah. i am connor mouth today no that was a that yeah that, i i was i was very happy with that one i also like i don't think jackal was on this one though um but we did the interview with keanu wait were you yes i was on for the the second one. Oh, the second one that's right you weren't on for the first one i was moving um, that's right. Yes, we were all there for the second. Yeah, I, I, that, I was thinking of the second one, the, um, the Keanu episode where we interviewed him um, about Iran. Uh, I was, I was really happy with that one. I, I, he was a very Iran. insightful guest. I, Iran, 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 Iran. <sighs> Iran. I'm a Midwesterner. My, my, I can't my favorite pronounce things. Um, uh, get a, my, my favorite man. Uh, Finch, 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 Finch. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. This is this is the time. Your old lang saying, "Let all acquaintance be forgotten." My girls go crazy for a straight white male. No, that you know, shut <laughs> up, Phil. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Jackal. That okay. My highlight was the movie 2025, a German <laughs> evangelical no. movie no. about. The dangers of anti oh. of masking, where <laughs> the socialist SJWs have taken over the world and banned Christianity, led what by they? what what seems to be the individual known as uh, Fat Gendo, who is a guy who is a guy who <laughs> looks like Gendo. a dad, who I still have on my I still have the screenshot of him on my computer. Yes, that one <laughs> that one evocative shot at the end of the movie that actually which is the had, only like, good cinematographic and intent. Oh man, that uh, well, I've watched bad. my share of evangelical movies. That is that is the worst think... movie I have ever seen. It, it, <laughs> so uh, my favorite part I, I of that movie that when that they movie, were that movie made me actively angry. I don't know if you guys remember this, but I oh I yeah. remember we I watched it like I think it was you watched it twice. I wish I couldn't get through it the fir- the first time. I was like, oh okay, well you know the guys and Kyle will be there and we'll be on drugs, so it'll be better. Uh, legal, of course, legal legal cannabis. Yeah, uh, I was, and- <laughs> oh, I was drunk. I was drunk. So. I uh, I were d- drunk. Right? I don't watch anything uh, on drugs, so. Yeah, I know, Phil. You get high off of life. Um, yeah, but F- Phil's but Italian. Like, <laughs> yeah, but I was like, okay, well everybody will be there and it'll be funny. Because we'll all be like under the influence a little bit and you yeah. know, a bit tipsy, and uh, I-, I watched that film with you guys. I did not know what was going on because the audio <laughs> was so bad, and it just made me so angry that nothing was happening. That I just got up. I was like, I can't take this anymore. You guys finish it. It and was I- a movie of just like. To be I went, honest, I went out. I went out and I got a bubble tea. <laughs> so <laughs> the worst kind of movie. Uh-huh. And I think Josiah would agree with this. The worst kind of movie is like is a meandering movie in which people like and it's the worst kind of indie film. It's like the worst mistake an indie filmmaker can make mm-hmm. where there's like no tension and it's people hang- hanging around like one square kilometer of land <laughs> but they're trying to pretend that it's different sets and it's which just which was it's... the entirety of the movie. Well, but then, cause yeah, that's the thing. if it just fucking embraced being a chamber drama, it probably could have still been better. 
But you no, know, if they're saying they we've got to have all these six sets, yo. I I don't even understand what was going on because the audio was so bad. I don't even know what they were talking about most of the time. I anyway, and there was also more romantic chemistry between the two women between than the main guy and the his. The, there and, was a little bit of, of sapphic romance going on there. I will say, you know, good yeah, for them. Was. Well, I promise, you know what, I'm making a resolution. In 2023, if I make you guys watch another evangelical movie, it'll be a good one. I, I don't like know a, if I... Like a well-made one or a... No, or a, good a good one. I Yeah, that's the thing. Josiah's <laughs> definition of good is We're watching not War most Room, people's definition we? of good. Yeah. We have to sit you down have a very and watch the shack. sense of good. Oh, I would but, never make you guys watch the war room or the shack. That's that's just, you know, that's that's like the attempt at that's just cool. blockbusters. That shit's terrible. I'm talking about a movie like A Thief in the Night. I'm talking oh about my a movie. God. <laughs> like if Why Footman is, tire no, you, no, what no, will no, horses no, do? No, 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 Ron wait, 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 wait. Friday, wait can we watch like one of those weird clan movies? This has been two months of you bring up A Thief in the Night. I've been thinking like, a lot about it. Like, can we watch those weird, like, Baptist clan movies that are just, like, visual renditions of hell or something? That would be great. That's, no, they're, they're not clan movies. The Ron Orman stuff. I mean, he's they, probably they racist, be. but they don't say anything racist in movies. <laughs> sure. I, ass- I assume. I'll take your word for it. The Before we... from Iowa. Before we move on to the episode, I do want to read something. <laughs> This, that is a constant reminder. That's true. No, we haven't. What, play what, the theme what, song and then I'll read it. Wait, no, 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 no. What, what, Phil, what, I, have, I have one out, last thing. I have, I have, I, okay. Okay. I have, I, have, okay. I have one thing to add to that memory of 2025. Yes. To 2025, which, by the way, the poster of this is so, so bad. It's so, it's such a bad movie. But when I was telling my roommate at the time about this movie, he couldn't. He didn't believe me. He thought that I, I was I was punk. That you made it up, it up. That it was a fake that, movie. <laughs> and he looked it up. And then he read a review on it on Letterboxd, which was five stars. And now, <laughs> I recognize... No, no, you... No, no. No. I recognize the wording because I was there when it was written. It was Josiah. And then I had to tell my roommate that, no, I watched this movie with my friends so we could do a <laughs> podcast about it. And that's him who wrote that review. See, oh, I, my God. Now, see, I'm not certain about this story because I don't... I, I At least the current letterbox review I have, I'm... I could have written something and deleted it. I do. That also sounds like me. Like what? Because I was pretty drunk when we were watching it. <laughs> so actually, I nobody can about show it. Us. I remember when I remember when Josiah also got on a list of Trump's enemies. Oh yeah, that was fun. Wait, they put you on a list of Trump's. There's well, I mean, uh, it's you it's, did officially uh, get blocked by Rod Dreyer in the last year. That was a pretty was, good one. That was you know like last. That's maybe over a year, but no. I think the Trump's enemies hit its stride. No, the the Trump's enemy thing is like an automatically generated um, thing. Oh, okay. And because I have joined a local DSA group on Facebook, oh, okay. It lumped my name is in, so there is a like page on it. I'm blanking on the name of this fucking website, but it's like Josiah is a socialist activist from jo- Des Moines, Iowa, which is yeah, like, oh, I remember that. Uh, one, yeah. Really <laughs> ambitious. Uh, <laughs> framing of me uh i i think i'm more uh, a guy who has opinions on the internet uh, i would not call myself an activist at all <laughs> to some people on the internet josiah that is an activist that is an activist that, that's to say, 
to some people i yeah. I, I kind of I, it's like to me honestly if somebody identifies as an activist automatic red flag until they've told me they've like done something because i have known i i i went to a private liberal arts college i know a lot of people whose idea Listen, of activism folks <laughs> i'm an activist posting on the internet I, being an activist is so much less than going out and making alleviating the material suffering and uh, material issues of your of your constituency. It's actually more about uh, posting about how you think. Um, I don't know. You just think conservatives are are big old dum dums. And mm-hmm. you know what? We should probably start the episode. Oh wait, we I sh- forgot to read the thing. The, uh, what are you fucking reading? <laughs> this has been so, like a half hour. We haven't even read any letters yet. <laughs> so, no, no, what no. Is this it is ten ten p.m. <laughs> Do you know where your children are? So I'm reading this because it's um, it we made a promise to this person, um, what? and we what? will eventually what? become who, who better. Who I promise to? It was the, it was the who I, I was rooting for them Apple Podcast review of Mammonberg that I don't think I've ever read on the show. Oh, <laughs> the negative review? No, we don't yes, need to read that. No, 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 But we can be better. No, Phil, yes. we, are, we all for, know. For those that are listening, we got a negative review that just amounted to some very constructive criticism on what they wanted <laughs> from the show. And that spurred us to try to make the show better, which in all of our opinion, we, while we think that there is very clear improvement uh, that can still occur, we're, I think I speak for all of us <laughs> when I say that we're all pretty proud with how the show has progressed and uh, yeah. developed and evolved over time. And I think we're we're getting closer to that goal of being the podcast that I think people do have the, the people should have fun when listening to the show, and I, I hope they yeah. do. And I I want them to also be informed and get a laugh from it. And if you're able to do that, great. And I hope that we have been addressing the very understandable and fair critiques from that person. Yeah. So we don't, but we don't need to read it on the show, Phil. Yeah, we don't. No. We don't yeah, so, so, now that being said, did that epi- that that review said something about us, like mostly just like dicking around and laughing at our own jokes, right? Which has been this right. entire half hour. That that's what I was gonna say. We just did that for like a half hour. So I don't know how long we taken that. Um, who wants to introduce? Well, you know, you know, we, we haven't are, had a fill opener in a while. I am hoping that the shadow of Christ's birth will be yeah. enough and to keep you in line. Phil, you can introduce what I will say. Keep it short because we have some emails we got to read. <laughs> and short no, and we, sweet. Short, short and sweet. And sweet. And short no and weird sweet. sex no weird sex jokes. No weird sex no, jokes. And, and so, nothing that could be legally liable. The Mammonberg co-hosts are sitting in in what looks like a one car Y film. There is the the expanse of of, of a wondrous um Hong Kong cafe, which is very confusing <laughs> because uh, none of them have ever been to Hong Kong or know anything about it or even really speak Chinese. Mm-hmm. But they're in a wa- Hong Kong cafe 
mm-hmm. sipping boba tea. It's delicious. There's all sorts of like um, traditional Chinese shit around. Uh, probably yeah, some you're racist stuff. You're probably some this, racist man. stuff because we're a bunch of hobunks from America, and this we're is what at, we think yeah, the Hong being Kong people do. Racist, yeah. Do, I've been to Chinatown. I've been to Chinatown. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all sitting around reminiscing in in a in a one car Y Hong Kong cafe. All a little bit, a little bit melancholy because you know it's it's a year of Mammonberg, and we're all you know our our friendships have deepened, our our lust for for content grows, and uh, we're all kind of we're all vibing. And uh, let's see. So uh, the first one to really get their vibes off their chest is is Josiah. Yeah. Well, I'm Josiah. Um, I'm vibing right now. Uh, I guess. I I, I kind of wish if we were gonna be in a Hong Kong movie as as great as Wong Kar Wai is, I wish it was more like a like a martial arts movie. But I think that would be more fun. But I guess what we can I guess just be sad right now. That's fine. <laughs> enjoy a nice cup of uh, enjoy. Um, you know, it's like Chungking Express. You got like fourteen cans of ex- like pineapple juice that all expire on the same day, and you're sipping them. <laughs> You went really low key with this intro. <laughs> and then uh there's uh there's Jackal. Jackal Jackal. be real. I originally thought the tone you were going for was going to be like the end of Cheers with with Norm drinking his beer and saying, "You know what? I got it pretty good. This is this has been pretty good. This is it's could things be better. Good. Yeah, but you know what? This ain't happening. Gosh bad. darn it. Gosh darn so, it. Y'all are my friends. If, so just, uh, I, I'm doing the norm thing from the end of Cheers. I, I've got okay. I got a drink in one hand. I'm sort of looking off to the rest of, of the cafe and at my very, very, very good friends. And you know what? Could have been a lot better about this year. A lot. Hell of a lot. But you know what? Wasn't half bad either. And happy to have known all of you. Hell yeah. Well, hell yeah. And then there's there's Finch. Miss Finch in the corner. You know, I'm not gonna kinda... lie to you. I thought you were making like a Chinese New Year reference, and I was gonna <laughs> have to correct you and say that we are like your 2020, your 22 days off. <laughs> I was really worried that that's where we were going with this. I know it's not Chinese New Year. I, I'm, yeah, I'm only, I'm only sense. situationally a dumb uh, New, New Jersey hick. <laughs> only well, when the plot demands not. it. It's not a permanent state of being. It just kind of happens. <laughs> kind of drifts It's like Patrick out. from SpongeBob. I'm yeah. uh, my dumb jokes are like you the... know a good fifty percent, and then I say some like coherent shit in between, and it all. The works year in review is. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that sums up my year in review. Is us and me. It's just kind of a sigh. Not, yeah, just not un- understanding the build up here. Um. You know what? No, Josiah, I will take you up on that kung fu movie, though. Do you know Wing Chong? Uh, no, but I, it, I'd like to. Right. <laughs> you want to learn it right now? <laughs> <laughs> it subtly, it's just like a Bruce Lee movie. <laughs> I just like I just pull out a pair of nunchucks. I like jump up on the table. I've two nunchucks in front of me. Everybody was kung fu fighting. 
Oh man, this that's you know what? That's my resolution this year is to watch more Hong Kong martial arts movies. That's and that's it was a little bit frightening. That is my resolution. Um, well, welcome everybody to Mammonberg. This is uh, kind of the narcissistic, uh, really drawn out episode, as you can tell, because it's the year in review, and and we can do that. I think we've earned that. You know what I mean? We've, we've, we've tried earned to. We've it. been very good sure. about this, but I think that we're more than entitled now to do our. Typical, just self-grandizing, <laughs> overly long. Well, Jackal, never forget that the the two uh, white male co-hosts are the most entitled of all. That's true. That's... I mean, since you're constantly talking over the other two co-hosts, I, I've yes. never talked over anyone. Oh, shut up! I've you never are... talked over <laughs> anybody. Are you a man, I've never. I I I I couldn't consider talking over people. I am nothing. I am nothing but um forward by talking to people. I, I think the the people. talking over issue is is that we all four of us have ADHD. That's also part of the problem. Uh, I can't <laughs> get hey, a word in edge. I'm undiagnosed. You're un- yeah. Finch, I would explain do you have anything why we're all so fucking You're... stupid. Finch, say something. Why these fu- you two fucking men keep talking over me? I'm, I'm inviting <laughs> you to speak right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's only that's only when she can talk yeah, yeah. when i when i allow it <laughs> okay andrew tate jeez Ma- master, uh. master, can we talk master <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that yeah, jackal that is the one you've done that joke like two or three times on the show that is that is an instant way to just get me to like curl up in a ball and stop talking <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> like, like oh no <laughs> <laughs> it always works. It's on my it permanent record. Um, yeah, no, this is a, this is just us hanging out. But we uh, we we did a mailbag. Uh, a bunch of people sent in a bunch of uh, letters that we're gonna read. So that's awesome. kind of exciting. Yep. I'm very excited for this. I'm black. Oh, wait, 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 and wait, now wait, We're wait. gonna. I'm gonna do my. Uh, can I, can I do something? So my niece. So I grew up. This is a tangent. My niece, I, I want her to one day, li- what, maybe I don't you? want her to listen to this episode okay. one day, but one day I'd like her to listen to this episode, maybe, possibly, at least the this part out of context. But, um, see, the thing is, she loves Blue's Clues, and can can we all, apparently, whenever they, um, whenever they get mail, um, oh, why yeah. would you want, yes, uh, whenever they just- get you, can can we all can we all say when when we got the can, can, when we're since we're gonna open up emails can okay. can we do the little like we all in unison i just I, i'm a little because this this episode has a lot of swearing in it are you sure you want your niece <laughs> oh she won't she won't he hear said, this for like he 10 said years. one day one day when okay. she's uh yeah so we are appealing to her childhood love of blues clues but like when she's in her 20s yeah like me <laughs> yeah. right now I, because i the... love blues clues as a child well, and so i too I. also liked blues clues as a child so and and now there's a whole generation of kids who like blues clues so we've got to be like we've all got to say it together now it's we just Do we have to say email. this every single yeah. time or can we just like no no it? just once we're just Phil, why don't once. you just say it we're not gonna be able you to say it in unison <laughs> Yeah. We could try getting some Holly spirit. I don't believe in that. I... <laughs> follow me up a little. At least follow my lead a little bit. Like, okay, I'll follow your lead. Okay, just... fine. All right. Come on, get with we it. Ju- we just got an email. We just, we just got, got an email. email. We just, just got, got an email. email. I wonder, I wonder who, who it is. It's from. 
Uh, and that well, one's for you, Anna. Awesome. We'll eventually could have been a little bit more enthusiastic on yeah, that one. Yeah, you yeah, fucks. We, Jesus Christ, that's my niece. What? Well, um... I'm going to shame the both of you for this. I, tr- right. I am one sick, okay? I don't care. I am... Yeah, you're sick because you don't believe in childhood glee, you fuck. <laughs> All right, well... Uh, let's go um, ahead and read our first... Cops. Let's go ahead and read our first uh, email now and an hour into the episode. Um, <laughs> uh, there was no other way to do it. It's a Mammonberg episode. This is so cool that we do this every single time. Um, hey, 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 hey. This is an every single better. time. We've gotten much better. Mammonberg, where the much, cold much opens are 40 minutes and the episode itself is 60. All right. Um, Go for okay. it. Okay, Phil, you also have the email up, so maybe we can take turns reading them. Yeah. Um, just so it's not all. Um, I will say, unless they specify in the email, keep it anonymous because, you know, uh, I don't know if people want their names or not. Okay. Once practice. again, the white men are in control of the media. Not in control. I don't want to dox Finch, let's be, Finch, let's be very honest here. We don't have access to the email, so we. we, we, we you guys, yeah, we. The, it's the, true. The, the password is in the Discord. You guys could log in if you wanted to. I've been sleeping in okay. till right. three p.m. every every day. Letter so. one. <laughs> Dear hosts of Mammonberg, you're now in the zombie apocalypse. You may pick one other host and one guest to be in your group of survivors. Who do you pick Ooh, and why? That's a good one. So it's let's see. You may pick one other host and then one of our like previous guests. I can't. I couldn't pick any one of Jackal and Sergio. <laughs> that was instant. Wow. Well, you have to say wow. why. You have to tell us why. Because I know Jackal is like one of the smartest men I know. Uh, oh, why, he's why, very thank resourceful. You. Uh, and so is Sergio. Uh, you both know your way around horror and slasher films, so I, I, I am assuming that has helped you develop survival skills of other things that are coming to kill you. We're also not white, so that, that helps. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So you wouldn't, like, do, you know, dumb white people choices, like, in, in, in those various zombie movies and the Walking Dead series. The entirety of The Walking Dead. The entirety of The Walking Dead, actually, yes. <laughs> all right, all right. That's good. Um, uh, you know what? Um, probably, probably, probably Jackal, too, honestly. Uh, and you know what? And Josh. Jackal and Josh, I think, would be my, my pick. Damn. Um, yeah. I think par- partially just because I'm pretty close with Josh. And I, I so this is funny because... Um, my, my girlfriend has done these questions before about who you would pick in a zombie apocalypse before to me. And, um, I, I usually don't fully pick based off skill, but just like what I think would be a good group dynamic. Cause half of what always kills people in the movies oh, is when right. they start fighting. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Jackal, Josh and I have been on a lot of calls together. I think we would be able right. to not kill each other. <laughs> So let's see. Um, let's. My picks are gonna be. It's gonna be Josiah, oh, and it's man. gonna be Chris. It's gonna be Josiah and Chris. 
<laughs> I feel like we we'd all we we're all I would say we're all good when we put our heads together. I feel like I I feel like Chris really brings out the best in me when we talk ideas. And it oh, would take yeah. a while if Josiah died for any reason. It would take a while for the zombies to get through all. Yeah, it's this okay. there, Josiah said I can make jokes. About yeah, 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 yeah. This is what was, yeah. Everyone gets one fat joke that can make it <laughs> <laughs> per, per year. That's the, <laughs> but I feel like a good group dynamic. We all have great ideas. Josiah is a bit of a snack, so it would take a while. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, was it Jackal? Jackal's the last one, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Oh, I'm still thinking about it. It's hard. I think honestly i i think that uh josh would uh would be in terms of guests i would have josh and i think josh and i vibe a lot and mm-hmm. uh, in terms of not arguing with one another because josiah is right typically in a lot of zombie media the biggest <laughs> hurdle aside from you know the practical things are you're gonna want to kill each other and of course you know the the true horror in any good piece of zombie media is not the zombies it's the people yeah and i think that josh and i vibe pretty pretty well on most things well, who's the other host and also just talking about nerd stuff you haven't chosen about the co-host yeah moment of truth in terms of co-hosts i gotta i i think i gotta say i think i gotta say finch Finch. Yes! Damn. Finch is a very practical person. Mm, yeah, which, I can see In that. terms of being in a survival situation, I Everyone think forgot Finch I was and a boy I, scout. if we put our heads together, I think that we can keep things pretty level-headed. God damn it. Thank you, Jack. What did, what did, I agree. What did Phil just say? He I said everyone forgot, forgot was... he was a boy scout. <laughs> <laughs> This motherfucker knows knots and fire, so... Can you do that's... that now? <laughs> can you make a knot now? Yeah, can, well, can I make a you, knot now? You got to Eagle, right? I, I'm, I am an Eagle Scout. Yes, yeah, so you um, probably remember some, because I, I was a Boy I'm Scout, right? I'm proud about okay, it. but I know how to tie knots, too. I know how to yeah. tie sailing knots, and I know how to tie knots for horse halters. Finch is very, practi- is very practical, and I... I, I I also, I know how to cook, and I know how to dig holes, and Finch knows how to... Finch, you've ridden a horse before, right? Yeah, I've ridden horses for many years. There so. we go. I don't know how to do that, and horses are going to be, like, the thing to do, to, like, to acquire, because you're going to... A lot of cars yeah, are going to be... Yeah, in this useless. economy? I also know how to drive carriages, so we, there we have go. a supply wagon. This is very useful. <laughs> it's yes. okay that nobody chose me. No, we would me. be a great I, I would be too. Team. As an Italian, I would be the first to die just due to attracting zombies to me through sheer loudness. <laughs> oh, yeah, that that's true. That, that is that true. Is very true. Uh, yeah, it, it, we, I, I'd like to see the a third uh, a Quiet Place movie, and it's following an Italian guy, and the movie's like five seconds long. Is, it, Man, is this just, the hey, to everybody loves Raymond that we were all waiting for? Yeah. <laughs> it's just him like, feel... hey, how you doing? And then he gets copped. <laughs> like, as, as the angel of death tears his lungs out. <laughs> hey, what's the matter? Why is this so goddamn quiet? Ah! <laughs> oh, God. I feel crazy. bad for Phil, though, because th- this is like the second time you've died first. The other time was in our Midnight Mass scenario. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm always the first to die. 
Let's Which is be great, very it honest. Takes the re- it about... takes the responsibility off of Jackal as a black person to being the first to die in horror movies. Thank you. Oh my god. <laughs> No, he's right. Uh, in in yeah. any other in any other era of horror fiction, I would be the first to die, regardless of anything. And it was it's not anything That's Jekyll true. did. It's just racism. No, I I'm just it, I'm racism. just the expendable black friend. <sighs> oh God. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so let's next question. Let's get, let's question. get to that second question. All right. So we've got the second letter here. Uh, you know, we're not going to say who it's from. I think he's, he adds it at the end, though. But just, yeah. Oh, well, I could read that part anyway. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. He, everybody knows who he... Dear Mammonberg hosts, assuming AI gets good enough to simulate you, the hosts, as a chatbot or some sort of Cortana-type deal, what would you want your future children and grandchildren to do with it or to it? Merry Christmas <laughs> and Happy New Year, Josh, a.k.a. the Wine Papa at Noam Chomsky. Destroy it. Yeah, I was going to say destroy it. I was going to say kill it. <laughs> I was um, gonna say burn it. I'm dude, this is like the same the thing servers. like that's going on with dead celebrities right now. Is like they're gonna use AI to like just like puppeteer their corpses. Hey, hey, do yeah, you guys I would rather they that, burn the that birthday down. gift that that Kanye gave to oh don't to don't, Kim no, that was no, no. her her dead father talking about how great Kanye was. Oh my that's god! So awesome. Is that real? <laughs> that's is so that no, real? That, I, I remember <laughs> yes, that. Yes, it I, is. I, I'll send it to you. I watched the video when it came out. It was It's horrifying. Um, yeah. No, this and she's is like a... crying and you can't tell if it's because like <laughs> it, it you can't tell if she's overjoyed to see like a three D model of her father or if it's like horrified. Oh shit, it's it, Kanye really did that, didn't he? This is months before they would divorce, so I I think that one is more likely than the other. This probably came up in a court document, most likely. <laughs> I still like think about how Kanye like Alien brought this up, but man, it really lives rent free in my head. That's like one of the least insane things things that Kanye has done. Like walking into like uh, a Yeezy's uh, think tank and putting on porn of like a guy getting ass fucked. <laughs> And being like, that's what I want the Yeezys to feel like on your feet. What? Wait, what? What? He brought up a, a, a video of a guy getting pegged. No, no, no. I, I, I got that far, but the, the how? So that's how he wants. They the didn't understand it either. No one understands what that means. Like, well, I get, what, I get, I get what he's going for. Does he want every step to feel penetrative? No, like your feet are doing the penetrating. Your feet so, are the. Ass. But how does that work? No, because yeah, the Yeezys are the ass, and your so feet it, it are the So it would be peg. like if your clitoris was in your feet. Okay, we have got. Okay, we're done. Well, let's get back to the qu- the question. And okay. um, is about AI I, versions of us. I, back to I'm that. gonna. So I'm gonna cheat with this because Josh asked this question. We were talking about it in DMs. This this premise before he sent it, and I, I was laughing at the idea because okay, there there are these things that he that we were talking about. There, there was a Trash Future episode kind of recently. They talked about it where they'll like uh they they'll make an AI where they'll read like all of your dead relatives shit, and then you can just like have your dead relative like as a text bot. <laughs> <laughs> and um oh. i was thinking that they should just like torture me like it's just like they, they should they... torture <laughs> yeah. i'm just like alive forever and my grandchildren get to be like hey josiah is gay and like <laughs> oh my god me. wait they get to wow. invoke 
they get to be like, oh, oh, uh, grandpa, we need we, with grandpa Josiah, we have to we have to reenact the chicken fit like the Jordan Peterson was gay. Yeah, bit. yeah, yeah. Because I, I, because I'm not, I won't be real. I'm not an AI, but I feel like this would be a way that they could kind of like purge and like channel their like, uh, you know, antisocial tendencies toward this like ancient father figure. It's kind of Freudian, actually. Yeah, I, I really um, hope children don't become worse over the next few. Right. Oh, they will. Um, <laughs> it all goes downhill from here, like generationally. We're the last good generation. Let that Probably. sink in. Yeah, we are the last good generation. The, 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 the creeping nihilism of Gen Z will overtake by the generation following it. It'll just be pure. Mm, mm, mm. Delicious, mm. delicious nihilism. And all they'll do is just torture their AI grandparents. <laughs> so in Warhammer 40k, there's this period of Earth called the... Uh, during the Age of Strife, ruled by techno barbarians, which is basically bad backs. That's that's what's gonna happen. That sounds great. <laughs> yeah, basically. You should do that. Um, does somebody not answer yet, or is that that? I think that that's also me. I didn't. Answer. Well, Finch and uh, I said kill it, and then you said that you wanted to be tortured, which mm-hmm. I I can only assume is a sadomasochistic fantasy. No, no, because I won't actually feel it because I don't believe I become the AI. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that, but there'll I, be yeah, a copy right. that is based off of you even if it's not actually you my memory will get tortured and i think that that is what um josiah your memory is already gonna get tortured you you're on the mammonberg podcast (laughs) (laughs) it's it's true i think we're also we're not talking about that there's some of josiah's calvinist guilt that's kind of getting in here yeah there's there's some there's some stuff going on here jackal what would you do two options one launch it into space Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Ooh. just kind of leave it there for what let it float or you know specifically launch me to a planet one of the exoplanets well, that... you'll be like the black doctor manhattan just kind of exactly you know, that's that's there. what i want i want to be <laughs> i want to be the monolith from uh from 2001 <laughs> <laughs> that that's spe- either have me free-floating space so that someone can find me or launch me specifically at an exoplanet that is viable for life. Ooh, that's a good. Yeah, that's, so that's, you want to you want to breed the planet. I want my no, voice to oh, be alive. For God's sakes, Phil! Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Phil, don't make, so, don't, don't make my so Doctor Manhattan machinations weird. Don't make it weird. <laughs> that's what I'm here. Wait, for, what did buddy. he say? I said, don't repeat it. No, no I said. Uh, so you no. want to breed the planet, huh? You want to breed? No, the no, 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 no. I, I would move, love. Should we move to the next? Sli- Go on. Well, I didn't yeah, get to finish. What do you mean? You said I, you wanted yours to die. Yeah, you. Well, you've I, already said. This is what I'm. I'm getting this suspicion that, <laughs> <laughs> that Fitch is going to actually give answers, and then when I try to move on through our many letters, <laughs> you're she's going to be like gaslighting us. You're, yeah, you're gaslighting me. <laughs> I just think you were the first one to answer. Oh, what's, yeah, what's your yeah. second? What's your second what answer? Forget? I oh, so what's the? No, I, are, I forgot that I answered. All right, continue. Do you want it? Do you want it to die <laughs> in like a specific way? Well, I mean, like destroy it, but also like jo- I, I Josiah, guess, like, start reading the question. Start reading the question. Okay. 
another letter here. Uh, Dear Mammonberg hosts, what are your thoughts on everyone's favorite Old Testament book, Joshua? At what point is a society so depraved that it must be annihilated? And how long has that been true? How how long has that been true for the United Snake KKKs of America with gays? Can I guess who said this? You could cut this. You can cut this this part out, but I can't. Can I guess? There's two options yeah. in my mind of who wrote this. Yeah, it's fucking Reiki, isn't it? <laughs> no, surprisingly, no. Uh, is it? Uh, it's either Kyle or Alien. No, all really? wrong guess. This is was this, this is the second Josh. That's why. Yes, yeah, the second Josh. Uh, so this is one of his filler ones. <laughs> what? Okay, so uh, let's see here. No, I, what you guys thinking? I, I was I was really interested by this question because it pivots. Because usually when someone says, "What are your thoughts on Joshua?" it's more like, "Oh, how do you kind of like reconcile yourself with the whole genocidal stuff going on in the Old Testament?" And that's what I was prepping for. And then it pivots to like, "Do you think that's justified to happen now?" Yes. <laughs> to America. <laughs> yes. Well, I, I guess because like I guess Canaan would be the would be America is is America. Yeah, you know, you've given me a new light to read Joshua. In. Yeah, because it, it, you know, it's is the genocide justified? Probably not, but Canaan was pretty evil. Canaan you know, was pretty evil. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I think that, like, you know, if we destroyed Wall Street in that way, if we treated, if God yeah, treated like Wall to. Street in the way that He treated Sodom and Gomorrah, I think yeah, that like would to, be good. I'd like to beat Leonardo DiCaprio to death with hammers. <laughs> what are you okay so it's wa- the wolf, wolf of wall street, street. Yeah. yeah i know i know but, but he's not literally gonna be there he could be you don't know so what so do rich Phil, people do with their time do you you know that that's a character right <laughs> do you know that actors play characters but, in but movies, you see Phil? jackal there's there's one really big correlation in the character of leonardo dicaprio and the wolf of wall street guy yeah, and the big correlation is that they're both rich assholes <laughs> So there's a <laughs> there's a good that's chance fair. he would be at Wall Street because where else do rich assholes hang out? Now, a-, a lot of California, places. The entire state of California. Uh, also, uh, Little Saint James and Connecticut. You know, I made a really a funny point. joke there. That and- was funny. No, that was funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> but no. You know what? This is a growth moment. I did a thing that I think all four of us do a little bit, and you know, we take a second here. <laughs> Um, I think that we all get a joke in our head and think about it and we're so excited to say it and then we blurt it out when the pause happens and don't register what just got said before us. <laughs> yeah. I had a real zinger, but no. No. <laughs> no. It was it was a good zinger. That was good. I that I like dinner. <laughs> may may you repeat it, Finch, so that we can appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Where do rich people not, hang okay. out? <laughs> Little St. James. All right. Let's go. I'm going to put a laugh track okay, that, right that, now. That's, that, that's a good one. <laughs> it is Just a Fitch <laughs> might kill you when she beats you. She might kill you. I, yeah, I know. Yeah. I've, I've been Well, guys, I'm how do you mean. feel that in a joke about Little St. James you- that you forced a woman to repeat or do something against her will? <laughs> oh, no, Jesus that's d- delete. I'm cutting that out. <laughs> I'm cutting out. <laughs> Listen, um, I know this is like su- succession all right and you know phil you're being primed to take josiah's place as the ceo of silencing <laughs> women minorities 
which he got <laughs> from, of course, Rod Dreyer, who Rod Dreyer got from his father. Rod Dreyer got from his fa- uh, Rod Dreyer Senior got from his father John Calvin. I, I understand. <laughs> it's it's a it's a series of abu- of abuse that all white men get all the way down back to their father Yakub, the black scientist who lives in the island of Patmos. <laughs> well, have you listen? Have um, you ever re- like watched a movie by like a white director? That's all they're about. That's true. Okay. So all that I don't think any I think no one besides Finch has answered this question. Well, yeah, and also I think that there's some that are just kind of silly like this that I don't think we all need to have a coherent answer for. Unless you guys need to all have a coherent answer for this. Well, <laughs> I, I would say I think my response we do have se- we do have 17 emails. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. maybe we should Vague, go on. <laughs> vaguely thought. Though I think that it is kind of a thoughtful question. Okay, cool. the, yeah, yeah. The topic of the book of Joshua is always it's something that's brought up and I think that a lot of Christians can be well, not insane ones. Most of us are pretty uncomfortable with the connotations of Joshua, the morality mm-hmm. that's presented in there. But I think that there is an interesting question of how evil does a society have to be to justify that it cannot, it should not exist anymore. I think that that is a, that's a very interesting question. And I think it's something that we should, that especially Christian leftists should, and, it, like and religious, Abrahamic on... religious leftists should think yeah. about that because that's something Because I think that if you look at the book of to... Joshua like that, You either fall into two camps, like, is Canaan's destruction justified or not? And then you have to go to, like, kind of each individual society and say, well, were they as bad or are they as bad? Yeah, well, so, like, for instance, I I always have felt not that uncomfortable with the Sodom and Gomorrah story. I'm uncomfortable with how it gets used against gay people, but that's not, like, I that's not a good reading of that story, like, remotely. Oh, I agree 100% as a queer person. So. Yeah, like, that's just not, it, it's very clearly not about that. It's a, Yeah, it's not about yeah. that it became about that. But I have never felt uncomfortable with that because there's a very specific dialogue between Abraham and God in it, where Abraham is like, don't destroy it if there's at least five good people in it. And there's not. And so, like, for me, I'm able to leave that to the imagination of, like, how fucking depraved was this? You know what I mean? This place. And I'm able to just kind of make that make sense in the story. Joshua is not, does not quite fall under that. And it does make me uncomfortable, admittedly. Um, One of the defenses I will say for it is one is I I don't believe it's completely historically accurate. Um, So I don't know if I have to quite deal with the history. I don't know how controversial that is of an opinion. I I think Wait, that something uh, I, happened, but I don't think it's quite. I think there it's were, like in the Exodus. I don't I don't quite believe that it followed in that same sequence of events. Yeah, I don't. But I don't think they did unlimited genocide against the Canaanites. Wait 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 wait. You guys read the Bible? Fidget <laughs> <laughs> oh, was just drinking water. God, yeah. Oh my god. Oh, um. oh, you. Next oh, question. It's still there. <laughs> Next question. Yeah, <laughs> you, you did give Jackie a switch. Yeah, you caught him at the right time. No, part of the reason I, because I, I actually read Joshua recently, so this is like kind of fresh in my head. Uh, part of the reason that you can be skeptical of the historicity of it, it's very clearly a book about Israel's victory. You know what I mean? Like that's what it's about. God yeah, gave it's, it's the promised land by people. The and part of that is because uh, they'll do the thing where they'll be like, they killed everyone, man, woman, and child in a region. And then in the next chapter, we'll talk about the people living in that 
region. So it's very clear there's already exaggeration going on. The other thing is the book of Joshua ends with, you know, yay, we, we, you know, we took, we took the land, we have it, uh, Israel, da, 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 da. And then the next book is Judges, wherein there are a bunch of Canaanites and they're still fighting wars against Canaanites. So I think there's a lot of reason to be a little skeptical of the historicity of Joshua. <laughs> and yeah. also, you brought up a good point that there is a a tradition within Near Eastern vic- victorious literature of saying, and we killed everyone here, man, woman, and child, we're all mm-hmm. annihilated. And then census data or steles very much... Uh, and we slaughtered them all, except for these guys who we, yeah, we they, asked it's, a few it's questions a, to. It's a matter of being like grandiose. Like it's not. Yeah. It's the book of Joshua is not unusual from Egypt or or any no. other Near Eastern piece of Victoria. Like think there's I forget which stele it is, but there's a like I think it's an Egyptian stele. I, don't quote me on this because I might be remembering it wrong. But there is a stele from someone that mentions how they completely annihilated Israel, and that's not true. Obviously, yeah, because it. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. well. Uh, we we believe in, a dis- in one of the religions that was descended from the belief system, <laughs> right? Yes. Um, oh boy, right. yeah. I so I think I think you don't. Now that being said, like, um, I guess do we do we want to address the kind of actual question to it though? Now that we've done all the historical stuff, yeah, though, I think like, America should be destroyed. Is well, because it's it's a kind of a revolution question, right? Like, to what extent can something be so fundamentally okay. broken that even can I answer the, the innoc- question earnestly instead of being yes? Let me finish what I'm saying. But like, even in the case of like maybe innocent people get caught up in it, because that's kind of what's implied in the question, I think, and that's what makes Ooh. me uncomfortable. But you know, also pretty much every revolution had, you know, there were there were people who had nothing to do with stuff that die that's part of it you know yeah Yeah, it it makes me sad because i don't know the more i like especially working retail now and all the shit jobs i have to work to eventually get a job Mm -hmm. that isn't shit now that i'm in school and i'm i'm doing pretty well but uh Mm -hmm. you know it's you meet a lot of people and you just i think the more you socialize with people and even when they're hostile to you in like a retail or food service environment you realize that a lot of people aren't like evil it's not like when when you gain a leftist framework the last thing you should think is like oh wow all the people who like america and think it's worth saving are just evil because they mm-hmm. believe in a state that hurts people when in reality, the, the answer is much more complicated and people arrive at beliefs about like, you know, the inherent goodness or at least neutrality of a country based on very specific circumstances in their personal lives. And, you know, it's it's not really mm-hmm. your job thinking? to be like, yeah, it's, it's, it's not your job to be like, yeah, to to get is a at what point is a society can so broken, so unquestionably evil that the only moral thing to do is its complete annihilation and i think like we kind of have to let god decide on that one and i think that's yeah i think that's fair because i mean like you could do year zero philosophy and then get like a fourth of your country killed like they did in cambodia yeah well yeah because that's that's... literally that is what pol pot did he was like you know this society we have to just I don't mm-hmm. think it was because he thought it was like de- depraved. I think he wanted to just rebuild it in the yeah. Khmer Rouge's ideology. 
but basically th- go to your zero, destroy everything, build everything up from the ground up, and the process, mm-hmm. he killed one-fourth of the population, so... Yeah, I I think probably the, one of the only examples of something that kind of I feel like is the Joshua treatment is the Haitian Revolution. Mm. Um, and that would be one I would say, yeah, that was justified. Yeah, I that think was we brought it up yeah, before in terms of like the Nat Turner Rebellion and the the John Brown uprisings. Were those justified? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a. Uh, I think it's just hard to think through America in this way because i i i feel like with the way the nature of global capitalism um it's like everyone is simultaneously an oppressor and the oppressed in like the u.s and that makes it hard to deal with because it's like when we talk about doing the joshua treatment to the u.s we're talking about like you know um killing people for consuming goods that are being produced by the blood of third world people right and that's right. a, that that's a myriad of complicated things to think through I feel like because like on the one hand kind of justified like like if 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 the the people in Chinese sweatshops raided America like yeah they should <laughs> like you know what I mean but on the other hand like would I consider somebody who's like consuming just their Walmart shit that they're forced to buy because they don't have good living conditions in the US no like they they don't deserve that so I don't know it's it's not an easy question to like genuinely think through. It's easy to go death to America. It's harder to think through like the implications of that. I don't know. I think that's uh, that's pretty coherent. It's pretty good. I say motherfucker America, motherfucker America, mother, motherfucker America, daddy, America can eat a dick, America can lick a bone. Let's stop. For a second, because odds are that these stories and the violence in them, they're going to bother you. And if you're a follower of Jesus, you're bound to wonder, like, didn't Jesus say to love your enemies? Why is God declaring war here? So first, why the Canaanites? The main reasons are actually given earlier in the biblical story. It's that the culture of the Canaanites had become extremely morally corrupt. Um, we should probably speed run the next few letters. What All right. Uh, I'll read yeah. this one and um, I'm going to start. I'm going to answer it first because um, obviously, yeah. Uh, favorite Tom Clancy novels. This one's also from Josh. And I've never read a Tom Clancy novel. And <laughs> the, the closest thing I've read to a Tom Clancy novel was when I was 16. <clears throat> and it was the, the Halo Reach novelization was it fall of reach it either could have been fall of reach i remember the hell jumpers were in it if it's the novelization itself fall of reach came out for halo halo one there was one okay i just remember reading a book that had the hell jumpers in it and halo reach was mentioned and and it it was a fine military novel so and it's since you know all Tom Clancy novels are just military novels. That's the closest I, thing I've I, read to a Tom Clancy book. I only I have not read a Tom Clancy novel. I know about the Jack Ryan series, which mm. I uh, I did watch the first episode of that just for like the lols, and I did not think it was very good. So <laughs> it's, I it's not it's it's not a very. I well, mean, you don't every like time Jim from you... the Office, just just gobbling, <laughs> just yeah. 
make well, the he's, his name is like Jack Reacher, and every yeah. time you, you like his name pops yeah. up on screen, I'm very like just I'm really to go for the easy one and be like, yeah, it's Jack Reach around everybody. Look, it's Jack Reach. Like, it's just too easy. It's so hmm. easy. I like the Hunt for Red October. That's a good movie. That's what that was going to be my answer. I've never read the book, but that's the closest I think I can to an answer. I like Um, Splinter Cell. I like the Splinter Cell games. Those are good. I like the one Splinter Cell reference to Metal Gear Solid. You need the Hunt for Red October? Yeah. He wrote the the book. He wrote the The book. book. He didn't make it. Um, Well, I meant, yeah. He made the book that it was based on. I did not know that. That's Mm. in my watch list. Hmm. It's a good movie. Oh, it's a classic '90s. Tom Clancy's like a like he he's the same obsession that fantasy world building <laughs> authors have. He is a meticulous world builder when it comes to guns. Like, no, he really wants. He'll like, tell how, you exactly how, how a helicopter the exact details works. of how a helicopter runs. I did read one Tom Clancy's book. Can't remember what it was. I think it might have been Patriots Games. Mm. I think. Wait, what the hell? This is also a Jack Ryan novel? Yeah, it was the first one. Oh. Interesting. And man, he really loves to tell you how how guns and military equipment works in extremely meticulous detail. (laughs) (laughs) I'm learning so much. Yes, yeah. This evening. Uh, He's not a bad writer. Uh, His politics, I believe, were, I think it was just like like a normie Republican. Yeah, he's, I think he he's, was like he's, a Reaganite, kind of. He's a perfect example of like a Cold War conservative, like, or or slightly post-Cold War conservative, like, novelist for dads. <laughs> yeah, like, every father Terrible. owned a, like, basically one that had been given to them before. <laughs> it's just that, like, they've never actually read, the, it just, like, kind of sits on the shelf. Well, I don't know about that. I think it was, um, I, 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 cause it's like, cause I worked at a bookstore and that man, old guys love Tom Clancy. Let me tell you, they love, they, Tom they Clancy really do. Uh-huh. They love Tom. He's like their, their prototypical, right? Like that's their the one book thing. that they read is a Tom Clancy book. Um, I think yeah, we should, I like the part uh, where on. he, uh, let's move on. Next, next letter. 14 people. Uh, <clears throat> all right, here we go. Uh, Africaners, evidence of Dr. Yacoub's influence on the white race. Thoughts? Jackals. So this question. is very this is a very interesting question. So <laughs> and this goes into the implications of because in, in most of the nation of Islam they imply that Yacoub is dead, but I don't believe so. I think he's still alive. I think the evidence for that is actually the Afrikaner and the Boer. <laughs> look at look at the Look at any any account that posts about a- anything having to do with uh, with South Africa pre pre uh, Mandela South Africa specifically, or uh, uh, I forget the name of that other the other incredibly racist uh, white supremacist country in Africa that was blo- oh, what was it called um, Rhodesia. Rhodesia yeah Rhodesia. Any all like the nerds who love Rhodesia, I think that there's something that you could say that there is there's like a, a zoological evidence that this is a new kind of white person. And I think I'm also seeing like a new kind of white, white guys that are just not what we're used to in terms of the general 
malaise of the white race. And I think that's evidence that Yakub is, is trying to experiment around with what new kinds of white guys can I make? Yeah. Yakub's not dead. He's surely alive. He's alive. <laughs> um, Schizophrenic white you need race. To make that what movie. new white people can I make? Woo. Uh, next, the next uh, letter here. Um, it, uh, I kind of think I should have sent it to you guys ahead of time. Oh boy. Because it. Uh, because oh, uh, no. I don't know if we have time to answer this easily if yeah. we didn't prep the answer. I've got my letter boxed up, so. Okay. Oh, oh, Hello, Mammonbergians. Okay. The only request I have for your mailbag episode is I want to know each host's top ten favorite movies of all time. They oh, don't Jesus. need to be can the. We, they don't can need we to be settle the, for top five? Uh, sure. We might need to settle for top five, only because like I feel like pulling out our top ten would take too long. Um. That that being said, it can be it can be kind of a quick answer because finishing the letter here, he says they don't need to be the quote best obviously just your 10 favorites thank you and have a merry christmas and happy new year kyle oh kyle thank you kyle thank you kyle thank Um, you kyle let's see so my so my top four on letterboxd and then i'll work from there so my favorite movies right now i've got birdman grand budapest hotel the shining Mm. the master by paul thomas anderson the french dispatch is up there with me. Uh, Her. Her is one of my favorite films of all time. Mm. Uh, Uncut Gems, I feel like, floats in and out of that every once in a while. Uh, The Lobster. The Lobster is Mm. one of my favorite films of all time. I'm trying to think off the the cuff. Um, Nightcrawler. I really like Nightcrawler. That's one of... That's probably amongst my my favorite movies. Uh... That's all I can think of how, right how now. That? How many is that? Did you say? I feel yeah. like that's about seven. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, oh, good time. Good time oh, good. by the Safties. I really, I really, I almost prefer it to Uncut Gems. That's eight. And then uh, I don't know. Like uh, I gotta get back into watching Tarkovsky more movies again. Have you put any Tarkovsky in there? See, I'm trying not to go with movies like my favorite Tarkovsky film right now was Stalker. Oh my god! Why would you? Okay, let's keep let's keep going, guys. My favorite Tarkovsky film right now is Stalker, and then if I had to choose one from like the Criterion that I'm looking at right now, uh, I don't know. Okay. I was trying to get you to 10. I was just trying to... So I was trying I to speed it up, actually. That was, right, I was not see. trying to slow it down. I'm sorry, Finch. Um, uh, let's Finch, go to the next go? person. All right. Um, top 10. One second. Uh, I got Burning, Romero, Mandabi, The Two Popes. Um, let's see what else I got. I have Children of Men, Downfall. Oh, I was going to put Children of Men. There, that's your tenth. Keep going, Finch. <laughs> Dead Man Walking, The Sacrifice, mm. um, Cavalry, mm. The Spectacular Now, The Lighthouse. I really like Savage Land. I think I'm putting that uh, in my favorites. Oh as well. shoot, you watched it? Yeah, I watched it. I really. Oh, liked it's that. so good, isn't it? It's really good. It's really good. I'm surprised I didn't put that in my favorites. Oh, and First Reformed. 
Oh, yes. Oh, the the Mammon Burke movie, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, Jackal, do you want to go or do you want me to go next? I can go. Wait, I can did go. I did I oh. did I say Rear Window? No, I don't think so. That was another. That's another one. I don't know how many. I, I... that seems like ten. <laughs> yeah, it seems like ten. None of you were keeping count. You I men. was trying to, and then it got derailed. It's hard. Okay, I'm trying my best. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's very hard trying to keep it, you know, ten, but also we're not explaining the movies that that we we like. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, so... uh, wait. 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 It's, and also seven and The Exorcist. Okay. Now it is okay, probably ten. All right. All right. Uh, okay. So Jack, Jackal, do you want to go or do you want me to go? I can go. So I'm going to begin this, of course, with some slasher movies because that's uh, of course Naturally. I am. So the first Halloween by John Carpenter, uh, the the first uh, the Terminator, Black Christmas, the Maniac remake, which is which was very good, better than it had any right to be. Uh, so, oh, the one with Jonah Hill? Not Jonah Hill. Uh, Elijah uh, Wood. Oh, yeah the 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 show. Oh, Maniac I know what you. Ma- I know what you're. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Uh, gonna go with for some Sergio Leone with I just like the. Is it cheating if I say all three of the like fistful do- dollars and the, nah. the, is that cheating? Nah, they're basically you kind of need to watch all three of them. Yeah, they they go together. Yeah, yeah, those are That's classics. Uh, Seven Samurai and Yojimbo. Yojimbo. All right. Uh, Twelve Angry Men, Coraline, Paranorman, the Fantastic Mr. Fox, Mass of the Phantasm. Ooh, nice. Uh, oh, there were there were some more that uh hold on I I do I have in my oh uh, Savage Land was fantastic the first Texas Chainsaw mm-hmm. um High and Low which I need to remove that from my to wait uh, wait list because I just watched it really really good like noir movie by Kurosawa uh yeah that's that's kind of roughly the list yeah oh nice. seven seven nice oh yeah it's um, so hard narrowing it down geniuses too. in this. In this uh, Batman, the remake of The Blob, uh, Gremlins, and Prr, Batman Begins. You really liked the Batman that much? That's that's yeah, pretty high no, praise. I, I, I really like the Batman is, too. I Me think too. it's my favorite live action version of Batman. I, I think it's the only one that's like gotten the character. I, it's it's my second favorite to the anime. I think we gushed real. about that when it first came out Love with that. each other for like an yeah. hour. Oh, Candyman, right. both Candyman and the the most recent one. I'm done. So that so so. All right. <laughs> this is this is a I, funny I can't like wait side to hear fact. Josiah's. Well, I, no, I was just gonna say before we go into Josiah's, <laughs> it's it's that I like sometimes Jacqueline and I when a movie we both really like comes out, we will get on a call and talk about it for three hours until we're both exhausted and need to sleep. Yeah. We, we did that with the Batman and with, I, we did that after with the Batman because I had an ear infection that emerged the day after I saw the Batman. So I was, oh, yeah. I, I was laying in bed with discharge coming out of my ear, oh. but just like, but man, that was a really good movie. Oh boy. All right. Let's continue on. All right. Josiah, what, what's um, yours? Yeah, let's see. Uh, I'm just looking at. I made a top twenty-five at one point, so I'm just going to try to pull ten out of this um, on Letterboxd. Uh, so, first reformed, obviously, it's a wonderful life. Um, let's do the Darjeeling Limited, um, a serious man, 
Uh, my Tarkovsky will be Nostalgia. Um, uh, let's do Ikaru, um, the Kurosawa film. Uh, La Chinoise um, as my Godard movie. Haha. Uh-huh. I'm so uh, sophisticated. Um, the Confrontation, uh, which is directed by Miklos Yangshou. Um, Come and See, The 400 Blows, um, On the Silver Globe. And let's say Children of Men and Videodrome. That is more than ten. But those are I can't believe I didn't put the fly on on my. Oh list. yeah, oh. that's a good Cronenberg. Oh the the um the the, did I put the, the remake. Did I put the Conjuring on mine? I don't think no, so. you did not. The Conjuring is probably one of my favorite horror movies. I should put that. That's also one of my favorite horror movies. It's so good. It's so good. Also, I, I want to go ahead and say, Jackal is always jabbing at me for having bad taste because I'm always talking about <laughs> some terrible thing. I listed like five art house movies. Thank you very much. <laughs> I don't just li- watch trash. I just also like trash. <laughs> that, okay, you're right, Jose. Your enjoyment of trash is a recent development. <laughs> I I am the kind of guy that watches A Thief in the Night and also Godard. <laughs> I don't know what I, kind of guy that is. I don't I'm either. Very honest with you, Ron Ormond kind of and Tarkovsky. Those are my <laughs> staples. Oh shoot! Can I add an addendum to mine, which has ah uh, uh, oh why there will be blood. Okay, that's a good. Oh, that's, that's on my watch list. I gotta watch that. I'm, it's that, so good. The master beat out that for me only by a little. I just um, like it a little more. I have to rewatch it. I, I, I liked refined. it, but I liked it less than I liked. Uh, um, than I liked. Uh, there will be blood. I gotta rewatch. There will be blood. Because I, I think a second watching of there will be blood. because oh, I watched uh, one, it a one last one because I it's a I have to put a Coen Brothers Fargo. Fargo, hmm. that's a good one. Oh my! Um, oh, I forgot to include. Okay, no, no more, no more, no more, no more, no more, no more, no more movies. No we, more. we really got to move on. We we could talk about that forever. Yeah, we, but yeah, we like honestly that's an episode. Yeah, that's an episode. Maybe maybe like later this year we could do like a genuinely think through a top ten list and go go through it. But uh, Phil, why don't you read the next letter? All right. Uh, hey y'all, Stephen from Houston here. My question for you is si- simple. Given the statistical prevalence of low church Baptist slash non-denominal Christians and their historic political power, why are there why are they nearly absent from Hollywood with the exception of righteous gemstones? Is it simply because Catholics and Anglicans have more flavor to their religion? So when a religious character is wanted, they default that direction? Where is the Baptist daredevil? Do you think art would benefit from more nuanced perspectives of religious belief like this, or is it best left alone in the Kirk Cameron bubble so we don't have to think about how bad a lot of these people are? P.S. Let's talk about how great Righteous Gemstones is sometime. You can use my name. <laughs> righteous Gemstone is hilarious. I have never seen Righteous Gemstone. It's so <laughs> funny. It's, it, it's, a, uh, it's an eastbound and down take on megachurches. Um, it's so this good. Is, this is a great question, though. Um, I don't, do you guys have an answer before I? I I have something. I, well, I, like. I think one. A lot of those Protestant churches, aesthetically, are, I I think there's a few factors to it. Um, mm-hmm. I think one factor is is that they are not as aesthetically pleasing as like Catholicism and Anglicanism is are. 
I think that there is a really big, massive cultural dominance in of evangelical Protestantism in the United States, so I wouldn't be surprised if that is why some, you know, studios kind of skirt around being, like, ultra-critical of them, I guess, to say. Mm. Um, That's a good point, yeah, because it's hard to depict it without being critical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel uh, like, and, I don't know. Um, oh, you're... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Come on, Phil. Come on. Come on. No, so I, I think it's those two factors. Because, like, yeah, I mean, America is aggressively Protestant. That's just mm-hmm. the way it is. Um, but, yeah, I I, I, I just don't think that... I, I think the only person who I've seen who, in Hollywood, who is ra- was raised Protestant and kind of is able to convey that is um, Paul Schrader. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I, uh, but he—he's um, not evangelical. He's mainliner. I think he's—he's a—he so. is a mainliner. Um. Uh, yeah, I think he was reformed growing up, specifically though. Um. But yeah, if I were gonna say like the guy who represents American Protestantism, maybe at its best, it would be Schrader. Um. But what, what about Josiah, Protestantism at that... its worst, Josiah? We don't Kirk really Campbell. have a lot of that. Josiah, Josiah, Kirk Cameron. Would you say? Yeah, that... but that's not a mainstream thing. You know, we. You know, where where is the Protestant Midnight Mass? Where is the Protestant? Uh, so what you're telling Midnight me, Mass is called Blade. Fit. <laughs> you're telling me that um, Paul Schrader converted from being reformed to Episcopalian. Would you then say that he was first reformed? There we go. That was pretty good. Thank you, um, Phil. I'll give it to you. Um, I was I was gonna say so. I basically what I was gonna say was exactly what Finch just said. Is part of it is just that the aesthetics of uh, evangelicalism uh, are fucking ugly. <laughs> And yeah, so, evangelicalism yeah. is it, ugly. It's, it's kind of like vibe. why it's it's like going like why isn't there strip malls in movies? It's like because I don't want to look <laughs> at them. <laughs> you know, because no one wants to look at them. They They're look real ugly. And I don't want to see it. Yeah. And well, like I was gonna say, but I we we talked a bunch about First Reformed already. That's a movie I think does a good job with this because I I know it's technically a more mainlining reformed church, but if you recall, it's a mega church that owns the church he preaches at. And he makes his appearances at the mega church, and those little appearances really kind of capture this like weird corniness that's just floating around. There's like um, it doesn't aesthetically quite capture a mega church, but it captures this like <clears throat> sterility to it. Uh, and like I don't know, I I, I kind of like the blank whiteness of it that he does in First Reformed. I, I think it's good. We need more batshit Protestants in media. We do because I, I've been thinking about Ethan this- Hawke is like filling this gap, but he's only doing good good batshit Protestants. We need evil ones too. Because the thing well, is, like the the usual thing is like oh, and horror, you know, is more Catholic because you know Catholics tend to have a more enchanted worldview. But right. if you've met ever met a fucking Middle America Pentecostal? Uh, let me show you an enchanted worldview. Yeah. <laughs> like I want some horror coming out of that like world. Yeah. <laughs> that is like a church that could scare even a Catholic to be honest with you. I think. Yeah. It's interesting to me because like obviously I do agree with Josiah like one as somebody in the process of officially like seeking confirmation as an Anglican um you know my my priest is basically like you know one of the things that actually brings like Anglicans and Episcopalians to church is beauty like we find beauty in the music we find beauty in the liturgy 
you know, it's it's a very beautiful denomination in a lot of ways. And I, I relate to that. I think that's more aesthetically pleasing than non-denominational Christians. But I also feel like non-denominational Christians have an ugly worldview as well. Not all. I feel like not it's... All, to be clear. Not all. Not all. But I but feel like... But like conservative evangelicals. Yeah. yeah, I feel like they're just so dominated by like very, very easy narratives that it's just if you made a film about them. And then we see the inverse of that in evangelical cinema. Whenever they try to make movies, they just turn out bad. Regardless of like how they're shot, they're usually not shot very well. But there's just the way that they frame things, the way that they understand the religion, makes it so that they can't put forward a really coherent movie. They really can't, and they've tried time and time again. Yeah. It just doesn't work. Although, uniquely, I would say that the thing about evangelical movies um, is that they've gotten worse. They um, have gotten worse. But in, by, by that, I mean, it's it's actually they've gotten bigger budgets, but they still see art as kind of like um, this. There's pure, no craft to it. Yeah, There's well, it's no pure craft. education. It's pure making an argument. There's nothing really more to it than that. It's just, and then they have like these big budgets, and it has a very commercial look. As like, I you know, as I always do, I have my like defense in like weird thoughts about like seventies to nineties uh, evangelical movies, like A Thief in the Night, that I'm always talking about, in part because. Um, they're bad movies in the old exploitation movie sense that they're contradictory texts and there's something interesting that comes out of that. Modern evangelical movies like of the last couple decades don't even have that going for them. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what's like, you know, that's that. And that's also why of the modern ones, I really like the third God's Not Dead. And I'm always talking about that because it's a contradictory text. And that's the thing is at the very least, if you're going to make a bad movie, make it interesting. right right uh should we move on sure because it's 11 25 and we have so many emails (laughs) to go through so let's let's speed this up all right uh next up uh here's an email hi this is sawyer with a thousand exclamation points hello sawyer (laughs) hi sawyer (laughs) just wanted to say thank you for having a great podcast and a great discord server 2022 wasn't like the worst year ever for me, and I credit that partially to all my online besties. Here is my question for the host to discuss. What is your favorite place you've ever been, and where would you most like to go? Hope you guys have a great Christmas and have a great New Year. A bunch of um, Christmas tree emojis uh, sent from my iPhone. Um, I'm going to cheat and say Paris. (laughs) I'm going to say You were already there. No, what was your favorite place you've ever been? Oh, and where would you like most to go? You want to go back Paris. to Paris? All right, all right, all right. Let's 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 do the let's do the queue. Josiah, then Phil, then me, then Jackal. Okay. Uh, I go Paris. last. All right, you'll go first. The next question, we'll reverse it. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, Paris for favorite place I've ever been. Place I want to go. Um, it, I'm going to add the caveat if like war stops happening. Um, like like Moscow or something. Um, probably somewhere somewhere kind of Eastern European. Um, I, I I'd be interested in, in Russia, but I would also be interested in like, um, if they stop if they could chill on the fascism, like Budapest or something like that. I don't know. 
<laughs> You'll go to Budapest if Rod gets out of there. Yeah, if Rod has to leave first. <laughs> That's what's keeping you away from Hungary. Enough for the two of us, Rod. <laughs> There's only two depressed, highly, incredibly depressed Christian men that can be in Hungary, and it's either you or me. <laughs> All right, Phil, go. One of my favorite places that I've ever been was uh, Garden of the Gods. I mm. believe Garden of the Gods is in New Mexico. It could be Garden of the Gods. It's like a Colorado Springs, Colorado. I was we went to it on the way to New Mexico, but it's like it's a beautiful natural wonder. It's like one of the prettiest places I've ever seen. Just gorgeous. Garden of the Gods is you know if you're ever in the area, just go and see it. It's it's amazing. Past it. It's it's beautiful. It's 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 just it's beautiful. And I, I to be it. honest, every time I go to like a national park, like those are my favorite places are like parks, especially when I was a boy scout, just national parks, natural okay. wonders. And then uh the place I'd like to go, uh Tokyo. I've always mm, wanted I really yeah. not in a weird weeb way. <laughs> not in a weird weeb way. I I want to go to Japan because I really, I really like their culture. They've got a great, like, um, Tokyo has a great, like, photography and film culture that I've always wanted to kind of see in person because there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of, like, photography and film stores in Tokyo. So I've always just wanted to go oh, there. Yeah. It's, it sounds like a really beautiful place. Finch. All right. I mean, my favorite place that I've ever been is Rome. Mm-hmm. Um... For obvious reasons. I just really love there. I would have lived there if... I would live there if I was ever given the opportunity. Uh, places I want to go. Uh, the ends of the earth, basically. I want to go to Jerusalem. I want to go to Siberia. I want to go to the Congo. I want to go to Osaka. I want to go to Phnom Penh. I want to go to Australia, Mexico, Colombia... I just want to travel. I want to see everything. I want to experience different Let's go cultures. to Osaka together. Let's go to Osaka together. Thank you for interrupting me, Phil. <laughs> no, but yes, we'll do that. We'll go to Osaka together, Phil. I love you. I love you. <laughs> um, Hell yeah. Yeah, but no, I, I, I just, I, I can't settle on one place. I just want to see the world. You know, we only live once. Mm-hmm. And, you know. I'd rather see um, all of God's people and all of God's creation before I'm old and I can't do it anymore. Jackal. All right, so one of my favorite places that I've ever been probably has to be, and cheat and say two places. One was a little, was being a little kid at the museum, the Natural History Museum in New York. Yeah. That was a, like seeing the T-Rex skeleton was a transformative experience. (laughs) <laughs> i love that like the scale of it to like to be a little kid was just so insane yeah. uh that it's a it's a mix between that and the brooklyn museum when i saw my first mummy it, it was oh, like yeah. defining experiences of like seeing like these relics from the past that i read about in books but seeing them in person that they're like actual tangible things that existed was insane to me and uh, the second place that I've been was in San Juan, Puerto Rico. Uh, being mm. seeing the history there was fantastic, and there's also really, really good food, and that's also where my family's from. Well, half. Uh, 
terms of where I want to go, uh, I kind of get to steal Finch's answer. It's partially everywhere. Like, uh, man, yeah. I, I kind of want to go everywhere. I think that there's a ton of places Same. in the world that I would love to see and, and be in and experience what it's like to, to live there. The Ken Ham Creationist Museum. Yeah, I, I would... I, I would like to go to the Ken Ham Creationist Museum just to say that I, I was there. And also because <laughs> I want I want to ask where the Yakub exhibit is. But uh, I think the biggest ones for me are I want to go to Germany. I want to go to France. Uh, not much of a draw to the UK, to be honest. Uh, it's, it's pretty low on the list. I will say, I'd only ever go to the UK um, to get to like go to an old Anglican church and nothing else. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, Scotland and Ireland. I think that those are... I, I'd like yes. to visit those. I'd go to um, Ireland. I'd go to Ireland, yeah. Italy. I really do want to go to Italy. It, it's it's really between France, Germany, and Italy for places that I desperately want to go to. Japan. I really want to go to Japan, yes. too. Uh, and we should all I, organize a Japan trip one I, day that, in our that personal would be great lives. Because I, yeah. I desperately... Like, Oh, we could do so it. We places. should do a Mammonberg's uh, spinoff series, Jacqueline Finch, No Reservations, and it ends with oh, us man. meeting Phil in Japan. <laughs> 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 Who's got full weeb? Uh, and I honestly, a thing that I've always wanted to do since I was a, uh, I, I was, ex- <clears throat> I had my religious awakening was to go to Jerusalem and sort of do the. Kind of like to go to where Jesus was crucified, or at least what it's suspected where he was crucified. Mm-hmm. I I want to see every single major. Oh, go to Golgotha. Yeah, I want to mm-hmm. go to Golgotha. I want to that. I want to go to to the Holy Sepulcher. I don't. It feels mm-hmm. like it. It for me, we don't have like a, a, a like a mandatory pilgrimage thing, but. It would be. It feels like there's. That's an experience that you wouldn't forget, and you can get something deeply spiritually moving about being in a place where this happened. Mm-hmm. So that's my answer. Yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. Well, right. Phil, uh, why don't you read us the next question, the first of Sonny's? Yo, dearest hosts of Mammonberg, Mary fuck kill your co-hosts. Festively yours, Sonny. <laughs> All right. Uh, the oh, order will be Jesus. Jackal, me, Phil, Josiah. Oh no, I really regret uh regrets beginning. <laughs> really Everyone's gonna kill me. Everyone's oh, gonna kill man. me. Oh, okay. my god. In order of of the arrangement. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is hard. Oh man, I should keep my big mouth shut. <laughs> we all gotta do it. It's okay. It's it's not the it's, it's all good. It's, it's all not good. personal power except through, for how personal through. it is. Oh, okay. No explanation. How about that? No explanation. Okay. All right. <laughs> that might make it worse or better. Yeah, that might make it worse. <laughs> Actually, maybe I shouldn't say that. <laughs> this is very. Thank you, Sonny. This is. <laughs> yeah, this is awesome. Thanks, Sonny. <laughs> this might destroy our friendship. <laughs> Phil Finch Josiah. Phil Yes. Phil Phil you're marrying No no me you're killing. Wait, no no no. Finch I'm marrying. Finch you're marrying. Phil you're fucking. Yes. And you're killing me. (laughs) Okay, who's next? (laughs) 
No, because I found. Because I was. I was just thinking of the punchline to this. Oh, man. To my answer. (laughs) All right. I would marry Jackal. Uh, I would. I would fuck Phil and I would kill Josiah. Everyone wants to fuck me. Look, Josiah. I'm sorry, but like your build. Your build, you can't run very fast. You you wouldn't be able to run far from me, so. <laughs> oh, that's so mean. That's so mean. God damn it. I think oh, it's funny because Phil was like, everyone's going to kill me. And then the first two are like, yeah, kill just high. <laughs> it just it's, be, it's just it, practicality. It's the, like, Phil's I, I a little, he, he's like a little ferret. He, can't, he, he could run away. You couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess I guess that's fair. I guess that's fair. That's this um, is so mean. <laughs> see, who's, who's wait? Is it me next or is I it, no? I go last. Next. It's you no, do it's, go. Okay. So, oh, it's, so it's me next. Phil. <laughs> Phil, what do you? What, what's happening? Oh, uh, Mary Jackal. Mm-hmm. Mary Jackal. Um, fuck Finch. Um, kill Josiah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Well, uh, fuck, okay, uh, Mary Jackal, fuck Finch, kill Phil. All right, we're done. <laughs> I love you, I love I've you, been, man. I've been triple killed. We all, we all love you, Josiah. <laughs> You're just very killable. Josiah, I'm, it's the food takes. That's mine. I can't, it's I can't abide. Takes. I can't it's abide. I just said it's all in practicality, Listen, you know, I think if they want all the deal li- done. We can all, deed done. like... We can all kind of like imagine a domestic lifestyle with Jackal. Uh, yep. I think Naturally. with um, I don't know how to take that. Uh, we can <laughs> we can we can um, everyone apparently thinks I'm hot. Um, <laughs> Great, good stuff, guys. Thanks, Sonny. Uh- <laughs> Wait, no, I wanted to hear Phil's compliment of me. Oh. Yeah, I was waiting. Well, I, I feel like we could all imagine a, a fun domestic life with uh, with Finch as well. I think, I think she'd re- she'd really keep us on our toes. And then everyone just imagines killing Josiah because it's so easy. <laughs> Apparently, everyone's fantasizing about this concept. This no, very- no, I just had to choose. It was a nice <laughs> sentence. I have decided that for the year of 2023, I'm going to be offended about this for us all. Oh, and this this one's even better. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to bring this up. I'm sorry, all the time. dude. You're the, you're the CEO of silencing women and minorities. I'm it's sorry. Revo- it's revolutionary violence. Yes. You also right, think so that Midwestern food is good. And we've I got another one. It's yeah. food. We've, no, we've there's got a, some really bad food. Oh, we've got another one too. that's romance oriented. So. All right, let's yeah, keep going. Good, good work, good work. All right, uh, I'll read the next one. Oh, God. Uh, another one from Sonny. Uh, <laughs> esteemed Mammonberg hosts, if you had to play matchmaker for your co-hosts, only pairing oh, them with a Twitter mutual, who would oh, they Jesus. end up with? Yours oh, in Christ, Sonny. Oh, God. Well, All Phil right. is really good at this, up. so. Oh, yeah. Good. Let's see. You know what? I'm going to go. Let's see. Yeah, you I'll, know what? I'll Phil will be the matchmaker one. rather yeah, than yeah, us that's, that's, all having that's, that's to better. go through yeah. and think of yeah, something for the other. If three. I had to pair someone outside, I would. You know what? The first person, Jackal, I would pair with Talik because I think yeah. I don't know. I think they'd work well together. Talik's a sweetheart. He's mm-hmm. a big bundle of joy. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one goes out to you, Talik. Uh, I feel like they'd get <laughs> along really well. <laughs> they uh, they both just be really into James Cone. 
they would be both really yeah. into James Cone. That's I a, feel that's like a there's a lot of that, right there. That's a good. That's a that's a very that's a very good one. So I I feel like they'd go well together. And then if I had to if I had to match make, let's see, Finch. If I had to match make Finch, because Finch gets a lot of weird simps. So I, all the weird. Yeah. Trash in the tra in the garbage. All the sims. It's got to be a Twitter mutual. You know what? I think from the wellspring at the back of my mind, I feel like they'd work really well with Sunny. I feel like Finch and Sunny would work well. <laughs> Finch and Sunny. All right. Yeah. No, I feel right. like nice. Finch and Sunny would work because well. you know all. he's a he's a nice Catholic boy. I feel like it would work out. He's a, he's got a chill yeah. temperament, and, and he's think... not right. That's true. That's yeah. true. <laughs> He's, 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 yeah. <laughs> we're no, just leaving good. that in. <laughs> I'm sorry, Reiki. I'm sorry, It's a joke. Last and one, then last Josiah. One. Yeah. If I had to if I had to rip Josiah from his lovely lovely uh -huh. girlfriend. Uh wait, I'm no, this is super easy. I don't have because I'm mutuals with Josiah's <laughs> girlfriend on Twitter. I'm matching Josiah with his girlfriend. That's, Kelly. that's good. That's good. Perfect. Yeah. No, Beautiful. I like this. This was very good, Phil. Really Thanks good, good. Yes, thank you. Yeah, you you found a way to pull this off without making anybody uncomfortable. See, if I were exactly. matchmaker, it would have just been a nightmare. <laughs> the I, weird. Uh, thank stuff. you, thank you, Phil. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say Josiah, Josh. I thought that that was gonna be. Oh yeah, yeah. We we got a little a bromance going on. Um, if you were a, if this was a a, a fandom, there would be just oh, yeah. ungodly amounts of fan fiction about about you two. <laughs> the the two husky guys from the midwest exactly <laughs> uh phil um why don't you read the next sunny sent like four so you get to read the next sunnies let's see these well, are excellent one, questions sunny thank very, you very very good questions really this one's easy two jackal and the yakubians what percentage of white people is enough <laughs> Ooh. oh that's a good question <laughs> you know what i'm gonna start I'm going to break the ice here. Uh, the percentage of white people that's enough, 49%. So that 49%. we're the minority. 49%. There we go. You're such an ally, but I'm a better I'm ally. Zero percent. I knew you'd say that. Now, the, 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 the conflict here, Josiah, said who are the black conservatives going to marry? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I can't. I, I'm mixed race, so I don't know. I'm half Slavic and half Anglo-Saxon. So. Right. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, there's I'm a combination of there's like, white bread. Yeah, I'm a I'm Western European and uh, Central European. So you're you're what we call a uh, in in terms of in terms of what I have been called before to say you are a butt. <laughs> European mutt. If I was uh, to start like a like a, a shitty indie band, I'd be European mutt. I think that's that actually good. is a pretty good that's name pretty for good. an indie band. Oh, it's a good name. Lie. Jackal, what's your oh, answer for this percentage? Now, you need some. We do need some. Mm -hmm. I, I I do I I don't believe that all of you should be annihilated. Thank you. We, need, we need some for indentured servitude and and breeding and I don't know. You know, I I can't. I'm I'm gonna say that I think that ooh, probably zero point five. 
<laughs> that's you very gracious. You know, no, no, no. You know, I'm gonna be even more. I think one percent. I think that that's enough. I think that that's a that's a good like one to five. I think that's a good that's a good yeah, area yeah, to keep. That's... Once you start exceeding, then you start to get worried because they start to they start, start causing to, problems. To, they start to cause problems, and then you get too many. Then oh boy, there's a there's a genocide happening somewhere. <laughs> Land is being acquired. <laughs> Someone's calling themselves a king. There's some incest happening. It becomes a family wreath again. It, <laughs> it, it becomes a problem very quickly. Anytime you get white people together, it becomes a Crusader Kings uh, playthrough. It's just they also <laughs> they also just invent square dancing out of nowhere. Like you just, I see. You I feel them... like that's not the worst thing. I think that's fine. I think they should stick fun. to that. That's <laughs> we sh- we white people should stick to square dancing. It is a good thing. That is what Alien. I'm quoting. I'm gonna quote. I'm gonna quote Alien. The great Alien. The great Alien. I'll, I'll tell you what he said, boys. I'll tell you what he said. He said, "You put white people in a petri dish, they'll just invent square dancing." <laughs> the great the Alien, folks. <laughs> that's a good bet. That's that's a good. That's a good bet. Also, you know Johnny Cash. Great contribution. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Here's a here's a a serious one from Sunny. Last one from Sunny here. Right. Um, this is actually several questions, and they're all really <laughs> kind of heavy. So <laughs> we're going to reply to them as quickly as possible because it is late. <laughs> rapid yeah. fire round. All right, rapid fire. Everyone go around. I'm just going to ask. Uh, so Jackal Finch, Phil, and Josiah. Okay, question number one. Everybody give an answer quickly with no explanation. What brought you joy this year? My uh, friends. Yeah, Jackal, your friends. That's wonderful. Uh, Phil, I would say like uh, joining a new parish, like a new Episcopal oh. parish, so I can go in there. That's nice, Finch. Um, my friends and my accomplishments. That's nice. Um, I will say my friends, and also I got to see "It's a Wonderful Life" on a theater screen, and that's one of my favorite movies. And I got to see. Oh that wow! Weeks ago, and it made me very happy. Very nice. Uh, what were the sorrows you bore? Oh, oh boy! I don't even. I I like publicly spiraled about my sorrows i really don't know <laughs> you don't need to rehash them okay yeah <laughs> uh for uh, me it's i um... literally just dm jackal like crying i believe yeah. this yeah i have that, done that this to happen. you like multiple times i'm so sorry <laughs> no no don't 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 apologize no, you don't know i get sorry. it yeah i feel you, like you most no, of uh no 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 need to apologize ever yeah Okay. And Finch that's one thing I always like about us as a. Well, I I feel like one of the great things about us as a group is that like you know, Finch has called me before crying and and you know you know been like hey I need someone to talk to for a few minutes and we talk. I think we've all done it at some point to mm-hmm. each other and I I yeah. think what's really special about us is we're we are all actually friends who really care about yeah, each other. Yeah, this isn't a yeah. facade for the show. Uh, no, we Phil, don't secretly hate though? each other. My sorrow, my mm-hmm. sorrow is going to be boring. My sorrow is a uh, financial hardship. I just, it's, it's yeah. always living in New Jersey is really expensive, and it's just the the most sorrowful thing is always feeling like I'm behind and never being yeah. able to catch up, and always working shit jobs that don't pay a lot for what New Jersey forces you to spend on shit. Uh, Jackal. Uh, my grandmother passed away this year, so among other familial issues that that occurred that was just very taxing it was right after i came out of my uh 
last semester as a junior and add on to the anxieties of going to your last year in undergrad it, it, it wasn't sucks. fun yeah um for me it was just uh i spent like this year trying to figure out antidepressants shit and that is just a uh pain in the oh ass. god yeah so, yeah i've been lots of like refixing doses for ssris and shit and that is uh awesome because you either feel like shit or you feel nothing <laughs> and i don't like either of those i'm trying to find the the middle ground between that so that that sucked this year um, i can give you i can give you I, I will say i will say very quickly yeah. uh the cause of my simultaneous joy and sorrow this year mm. uh has been as it always is uh the catholic church so yeah yeah Alright, you don't have to guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're so uncomfortable if you want to cut that. Oh, man. No, I mean. It, it really is a roller coaster, it what is. Those, the Catholic yeah, right, will do. Jersey boy. <laughs> Who's, whose support are you grateful for? Everybody on this podcast and That's all of right. my friends Aww. on the Mammonberg Discord. That includes you, Sonny, and Sawyer, and everybody else listening yeah. who has been here to chat. Yeah, absolutely. It's actually been pretty rough because, you know, this year, I, I want to just um, give a special shout out to you guys. This year was b pretty rough for me. I was traveling mm -hmm. all over the place. I was pretty lonely. Um, you know, I went to a new school, didn't know anybody there. So it was good to be connected with people. Yeah, absolutely. Especially I mean, after I moved back out of school and was also isolated. So I, uh, yeah, I, I'm working, a, you know, like a boring data entry office job. And the last time I did that uh, was one of the most depressed periods of my life I've ever had. Um, and this this has not been this case with this job because I was really isolated doing a data entry job at that point. And I'm not because of all the wonderful internet friends I have. So even when I'm working a mindless job eight hours a day, I am entertained by friends. I am talking to friends oftentimes on the Discord or Twitter. So I really do appreciate, um, even though I hate Twitter quite a bit, I appreciate the friendships I have made from Twitter. Yes, that's the double-edged, that's the Faustian bargain of Twitter, yeah, to be honest. Exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, I feel yeah, like it's... I, I am very grateful for all of you um for for one I, the, every co-host here i agree all, all of you i'm very grateful that I, i've gotten to know you and that we've started this podcast and i think that we've all i i think that my life is incredibly fulfilled and better because i have got to know each and every one of you and that also goes for the manberg discord uh all of you are wonderful people and i think we've built a very wonderful and supportive community oh yeah um, let's see what uh what sustained you through hardships. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, we didn't ask. Like... Oh, Phil, Phil, you didn't ask me about. Support. Sorry, there's like there's like ten questions in this. That's All right, I'll, I'm I'll like... go really quick. So Are we really gonna do rapid fire, guys? Because it's almost twelve a.m. To reiterate, you guys are like my you guys, my co-hosts are some of my closest friends. You guys are like my some of my best friends. I love you guys. You know, uh, you uh, you really have uh, you really have awakened in me. Most people see me as kind of like a, a shitty clown, but you you guys even you know beyond the facade of jokes, I feel mm -hmm. like uh, I found a community of people that actually gets me and understands yeah. me. 
and yeah. who really appreciates me as I am. And I, I'll always be eternally grateful for you guys, because obviously you're the, the foremost among that and everybody in the Discord, but really, really you guys. Yeah the most important for that and obviously i i gotta thank the support of my beautiful wife who i love very mm. much who i married and am in love with and she's great and she's listening right now maybe um i am going to cheat with this next question it says what sustained you through hardships i kind of feel like we answered that see so, yeah, same with, thing with this yes it, it was each yeah. other wow and um, also and Jesus. God. And God. And, yeah, we'll throw God. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, Jesus. Um, now, how did you change for better or for worse? Um, God, that's intense. Uh, mm. I have become significantly more evil this past year. Oh, God, no. And I, 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 I intend to become worse in 2023. Uh, Watch out for Dark Finch's return. Jackal. Uh, I, I think that I... the I saw some, some career development that I was very happy with. Um, there's some pretty bright prospects, I think, for my future, which has made me more of a... I think I've become a little bit more of an open person uh, I the, struggle with social anxiety and all of that fun stuff that I think that millennials and Gen Z all have difficulties in in dealing with, and I think that overall I've been doing a good job in in uh, sort of doing that. And I, I think outside of this group, I sort of have started to foster a, a friend group that, for the first time, kind of outside of being on the internet, feels like, oh, this is, like, what it means to go and hang out with people just because. Like, you did, like, it was the first time where we would just go out to a restaurant and just chill and talk for hours on end because that's what the Fred group does. So I think that I have become a little healthier mentally and Mm. uh, still have a job, still have all of this stuff, and I also, personal pride, I ended my semester with all of my finals done well before their due date, and yeah. that I finished it without issue, and I am on track to completely graduate next year. Nice! Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, Phil, how did you change for better and for worse? I feel like I've actually, I've, I've started to get a hold on my, um, my like, focus issues, Little by little by little, I'm kind of chipping away at that because it's hard. Nice. But I, I've been be able to constrain, and as I, I maybe people have noticed, but I'm, I'm less blurdy this episode, which I'm very proud of. <laughs> yeah, a little less blurdy, but I, I work mm-hmm. on that. Uh, I feel like pos- another positive development of uh, I've started to kind of believe in my own academic abilities. Like, I, I just thought mm-hmm. I was a shit idiot who was bad at school. But now that I'm in community college in my 20s, you know, say what you want about community college. But, you know, I'm consistently getting good grades. I'm feeling good about myself. I'm saying, like, oh, this actually isn't that bad. Uh, and then another positive change was I learned how to drive. Years For years, I didn't know how to drive. Finally learning how to drive, it's opened a lot of doors for me. That's awesome. Um, for me, what changed for better is I, uh, I think that this year I have felt, um, a lot more confident in my perspective. Um, I, I just am always a very self, self self-doubting person. 
I would often catch myself like holding, I don't know. I, I think everyone to some extent or another holds opinions because everyone else holds them in your kind of group or whatever. And I think, um, without getting too much into the politics, actually right after Ukraine, that was kind of a moment as there was like this fracturing online that I was able to go, you know what? I, I, I have a view and I'm not just going to like follow like what other people say. Like I, I have a perspective on this. I feel a lot more, I feel like confident that I can have a perspective that um, I at least have reasons for thinking is correct. Um, how I think that that's uh, gotten worse though, uh, is that I'm angry all the time. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, gosh, darn yeah. it. Jeez, I didn't know you guys were going to give sincere an- answers, but whatever. Uh, I think we're all, a, we're all probably a big flaw for all of us. We just have become more angry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're I, all yeah, very I, angry. I want to say. I, I want to say that, like, I, I'm usually not a very angry person, but every once in a while something steams me up, and I, I talk to you guys about it. And it's funny because sometimes I'm like, when I talk to you guys about being angry, I'm like, oh, are they are they actually not angry about it? But nine times out of ten, you guys are just mad about it, but you're just like, no, I, I don't want to talk about it because I'm also mad about it. But, like, in a in a way that it would be unfun to talk about with someone else because yeah, we're, we're yeah. all just kind of... We're all just yeah. mad at once. I feel like the main cause of our anger is, of course, Twitter. Twitter. Well, Twitter. It, it is Twitter, but it's it's also it's what's on Twitter. So even if I unplug from Twitter, I mean, my mental health gets better, but I am angry at the current state of the country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Right. <laughs> um, it's just that Twitter makes that like a more psychotic thing. Are you, like. are you telling me that uh, like... Aside from Twitter, there's a it reflects a lived reality. Yeah, I I still I still am angry when I take Twitter breaks. I'm less angry, but I'm still reading news and stuff. Oh. <laughs> I think the thing that gets me angry is simply the news. It is it has nothing to do with <laughs> the news. Just, well, actually, no. Twitter also just Twitter makes it just worse. See, I'll right. see like that guy, that the same bad take Buffalo. over. The guy oh, who, my who caused Buffalo Wild Hands to come back, just, I saw that, and I, I couldn't let it go. I had to say, there's just something that, when you see someone say the dumbest thing ever, well, yeah, mean I mean, it. yes. There was once a tweet that I got angry for two days over. <laughs> I can't even, what? I can't even tell you what it was. I was gonna ask, what's the tweet? I it out of my m- mind, but I remember it made me so angry that my blood pressure spiked, and I just, like, th- I just ruminated for two days about how angry that tweet made me. Um, all right, last two, last two here from this Sunny, okay. and then we have a bunch. We still have more emails, so we're gonna we're gonna rapid fire. Okay. It, it is it is twelve a.m. I looked at them; they can actually be sped through pretty. The most easily. of the it, rest it's... of them are much faster. Okay, last okay. last two from Sunny's here. Um, how may I be praying for you? Quick answers. Oh, Quick here's answers. here's a good one for me. Uh, pray that I get better at remembering to pray. <laughs> uh, Jackal. Oh, uh, pray, pray that I keep my anger in check because of God help me, Twitter and the world that we live in, and that and that this year is a little kinder to uh, to my family. Finch. Um, pray that I manage to soldier on through my current issues, and that this year is easy for me as well. 
Um, and then for me, just, uh, I guess pray I figure out what the fuck I'm doing with my life. I'm still kind of like figuring that out lately. Um, that's, that's a whole thing. Uh, last, what are your hopes for the new year? Um, I'll start and just cheat what I just said. Uh, this year I'm going to try to figure out what the fuck I'm doing with my life. <laughs> that's my hope. Um, I second that. And hopefully get <laughs> I'm hitting the gym, baby. I'm hitting the gym. I'm going <laughs> ham, baby. I'm going to, I'm going to. I, I've got a good build, but I'm gonna make it sing. <laughs> yeah, I, my my hope for the new year, sort of jumping off of Phil's point there with the hell gym, yeah, uh, I've hell been slacking yeah. because I've been busy. I need to. There was a good period in 2021 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where I was running and lifting weights, and I was feeling good. And I want to get back to that. I felt oh, yeah. so 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 good. So that's a big and, mental health boost. It's so it'll. Work, just working out makes you feel so much happier. Um, and it channels that anger, I gotta it, say. Ab- absolutely. Punching a, a boxing, uh, doing some uh, punching a punching bag is so, so fun. Um, but uh, that and also, uh, I, I think that after graduating undergrad, I think I have to figure out what I do with my life now. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, that shit sucks. I think... I think I think it's not. I think it's gonna be that time where I have to now figure out what am I gonna do. I can't unless I go to grad school. That's my resolution. Try to figure out what am I doing now. Attention, all Memberg listeners. What is normal, man? Phil needs your help. Bumming crack off of J.K. Chesterton. What do you mean, normal man? We're just innocent men. I love misogyny. It's my favorite. What people call me gay because I have a girlfriend. I think if anything, if anything, it makes me less gay. Exactly. That's fascism. All right, uh, Phil, why don't you read the Vita one? And I don't think there's a question. No, the Vita one's just a statement. Vita. Dear Mammonberg friends, thank you for another year of laughter and education as we watch the world burn. For two years now, you've kept me awa- you've kept me awake while I braved the poorly maintained California highway on the way to my lo- on the way to my loves. Been my company as I eat miserable fast food meals alone in my car and made me laugh so hard the electrologist needle got bent while she was zapping me. <laughs> this year the world seemed oh, only no. to get worse. Oh, no. But the show just kept getting better. I especially enjoyed your foray into horror movie reviews, as that is my other genre of podcast apart from lefty doomerism. Wishing you all a very happy 2023, or at least one full of insane news stories and online drama which you all can survive. Happy New Year, Vita Breva. Oh, that was very sweet. Uh, Happy New Year, Vita. I love you. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. I hope you have a... I hope that that 2023 only has wonderful things for you. We have oh, Same here. we got an ask from an actual priest. Oh, <laughs> oh, no, oh, no. Right. don't oversell this. Uh, <laughs> um, from here, here's the next one. Dear all, I have not listened to any episodes. <laughs> that having been father. said, that having been said, I would like to hear Finch sing the Victors. And or explain how she arrived at her opinions toward the Ohio State University. Thank you. <laughs> Sincerely, Reverend Alex Sheldon. <laughs> Ohio State. What? 
this sounds like there's something else going on. That there's I, some, <laughs> we have no apparently. No I think we're all missing something. <laughs> no, what happened? It's because I uh, I tweeted during the Michigan game for God to strike down Ohio State. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah, good. I am a I am a, a University of Michigan alumni. So, yeah, so hail to. to the victors, valiant! Hail <laughs> to the conquering heroes! Hail, hail to Michigan, the leaders and the best! Hail to the victors, valiant! Hail to the conquering heroes! Hail, hail to Michigan, the champions of the West! Go blue! Hell yeah! All right. <laughs> Uh, Phil, do you want to read the next one? Oh boy. The next one. Okay. We've got... Hey guys, and this one is from Chris. Friend of the show, Chris Barker. Hey guys, for all four of you, if you could pick one book, one movie, and one album that you think the others haven't experienced, what would they be and why? Thanks and Happy New Year. Okay. Let's... We can edit out a pause. Let's all take a second to think of it so that we can quickly answer. Okay. I literally did not hear the question. Okay. Uh, I disassociate. All right. Let's do. uh, Okay. uh, Jackal. Okay. For book, I. This has been a book that I've been obsessed with for a while. And I think I've definitely talked about it with Josiah. Uh, The Only Good Indians by Stephen Graham Jones. Hmm. It is one of the best books that I've read from, uh, it came out in 2021, but I read it in, it came out 2020, but I read it in 2021. And it's one of my favorite books of all time. It's thoroughly become just a piece of fiction. I, I just think about constantly. It is a amazing work of horror fiction, as well as a meditation on reservation life and the, that sort of the thoughts that go around tradition through the perspective of a Blackfoot, uh, through a Blackfoot perspective, a native perspective, and specifically a Blackfoot perspective from, uh, Mr. Mr. Jones, as he is a, uh, as he's Blackfoot, along with, uh, the cheat, the second book, which is sort of a spiritual successor to it, uh, My Heart is a Chainsaw, which is even more just explicitly, what if you made like a slasher story that was a giant book? And it's so, so good. Uh, for for I'm gonna go to an album. Uh, I think that all of you would really enjoy. Uh, the, 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 where did my Spotify go? Uh, edit that part out. I think you would really enjoy a Return to Cookie Mountain by TV on the Radio. I love that album. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Uh, I like it's TV. so good. Um, <laughs> that's where a wolf like me. If you watch, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, oh, if, yes. if, if you've heard that song before. That's the where the album comes album. from. Yeah. The whole album is good. Oh, because that's actually... I knew the song Mercy from TV by the radio, and that was It's good. My... TV on the radio is good. Uh, movie, Jackal. Movie, 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 movie. Uh, I honestly... I, I think that everyone here should watch. The more that I've thought about it, the more that I, I just can't not get away with how of like evocative of a horror movie it was savage land for anyone who has not seen savage land i honestly think that it is an underappreciated gem of a movie that to watch it. everyone should watch because the, it is one of the best takes on the found footage genre I, I think that it is the like the best found footage movie since troll hunter and and uh um blair witch uh finch 
Oh, me? Um, okay. For books, I am going to recommend um, Michael Carida, particularly two of his books, uh, Soul Cold, The River, and uh, Those Who Wish Me Dead, which I thought were really fantastic uh, thrillers, thriller mysteries. Um, I really enjoyed They're very cinematic, and the language is very beautiful. Uh, if you've not... I also recommend, if you've not read it, the original, um, the original text of Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. Mm. That is oh, also great. very lovely to read. It's uh, something I read every year around this time. Um, so certainly, you know, get a look into that if you haven't. Movie. Uh, I was, gonna, <laughs> I actually was going to say Savage Land, but um, I'd say Wreck. Uh, oh, you know, that's another good one. Yeah, Spanish horror. Really good. If you want to be terrified, um, that's um, that's the perfect movie for you. Album is. I'm gonna just say uh, "A Long Life of Living" by uh, Goodnight Texas, which is a favorite um, band of mine. Uh, it's a feel bad album. A lot of that those I songs that. are incredibly depressing, but they're very, <laughs> they're very, they give you earworm as well. So. You know, if you ever feel like wanting to be punched in the face, it's a good album. I often feel like that. <laughs> um, Phil. Let's see. So let me start with the book. So the book I want to recommend, it's a book. A lot of these are stuff I haven't engaged with, and I, I've been wanting to for a while. And it, it'll become clear why I haven't engaged with it, because I feel like I, it's something I'd want to do as a group. So, um... I wanted to read The World of Yesterday by Steven Zwig, and the reason why is because it was an example of early journalism, and I feel like you guys would really dig it, because mm. it was it was written, I believe, at the end of, like, basically the end of the f either the First or Second World War, chronicling Vienna at the end of the Austro-Hungarian Empire. And, like, mm. how the city was and how, like, it was basically the way Vienna was known then does, is lost to history, almost. And uh, the book is interesting because it actually inspired the Grand Budapest Hotel in that it, it serves as a direct inspiration for it. And I think when you read it, you, you come to understand why it has inspired the Grand Budapest Hotel. And I think it's really a very important work and in kind of juggling how humans like process nostalgia and like the changing of ages. I think it's a, uh, I think it's really interesting. And then for the, for the movie, the Quatsi trilogy, I feel like we would get a lot of, it's a criterion trilogy. A criterion puts it out, but the, the director is Godfrey Reggio, who is a, he's like, he trained to be a friar for 14 years is still Catholic. He's a practicing Catholic. I actually just looked it up. So he still practices. Um, the movies he created, the three Quatsi films, uh, basically Life Out of Balance, Life in Trans uh, Transformation, and Life as War are like just musical silent films. They, has, they have no dialogue. It's all just mm. music and like images. And they're beautiful they're like kind of they're they're very religious they have deep mm -hmm. religious undertones and they're very like he's very progressive he is he is literally a catholic leftist so i feel like just watching the film would be very assailing but it's it's one of those things i would want to do with other people <clears throat> just because it's such an unassailable task mm -hmm. on your own and then for recommendations 
You're all gonna hate me for this. I gotta recommend, like, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Because, like, it's my favorite band. <laughs> it's my favorite band. I know their music is kind of funky. So if I was gonna recommend an album to you guys to listen to, I would actually go with some of their newer stuff they just released. Let's see. Because they, they release so much stuff a year. If I was gonna go with go with one, Ice Death, Planets, Lungs, Mushrooms, and Lava. That's one of their good new albums. And Changes is really good. So I feel like you guys would get a lot of mileage out of those. Uh, last up for me, a movie I would recommend: The Confrontation, the Miklos Young Show movie that I had in my favorites list earlier. Um, I'm on my crusade of trying to get more people to watch Miklos Young Show. Um, it is a uh, movie set during kind of like the Hungarian, um, like Soviet takeover at the time. So like the the kind of middle ground when when the communists were were kind of like taking over in Hungary and it is a set of radical young communists going to a Catholic school to debate them. Um, it is kind of like a weird musical at the same time. It's hard to explain the movie without just seeing it, but it's done in just these like a long elaborate takes with like really cool, like um, choreography and stuff like that kind of mixed in that feels really natural. And I, I love that movie a lot. Next, I'll say for book, I will say I just finished reading it today, so it's just fresh in my head. Uh, Phil Chrisman's uh, collection of essays, How to Be Normal, uh, is so good. And uh, there are chunks of it that are just incredibly moving, and I did not expect to be deeply moved by an essay about bad movies or stuff like that. Um, it's it's amazing. Phil Chrisman is incredibly good at uh, starting an essay where he's being told to like, write about uh you know how to process uh you know how you think about the concept of middle brow art and then by the end it's very personal and political at the same time it's, it's very good and then uh last uh for the album i would recommend brother sister by me without you and half the reason i'm recommending me without you is because in the mammonberg discord me without you is the most popular band and yet i am the only host who listens to them <laughs> so <laughs> To understand our audience, you guys should listen oh. to that album. My goal okay. is to be the only Mammonberg host who has not listened to me without you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, two more emails, and then we're done. And they're pretty short. All right. <clears throat> Second, or, uh, it, it, here we go. Uh, this one is addressed to me and Jackal. It's from Starling. It says, prove to me the devil isn't actually a dude, Josiah and Jackal. I want your best arguments. <laughs> Wait, what? I'm assuming this is because it has been said that Jackal and I lean toward a more metaphorical understanding of Satan. Um, yeah, you're so wrong. We're, so we're yeah, I agree with Finch. I agree it's with not Finch my fault. It's not my fault that the Catholic Church has filled your head with lies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry that, you know, the apostolic succession hurts you, but, you know, the church founded by Jesus Christ himself, but... <laughs> you mean Peter? And I mean, I mean Peter. People Jesus... after Peter. Jesus says in no, the Gospels the that pope. he... No. Yes. No, no he wasn't. Yes. He no, was he wasn't. the first pope. Yes, he was. All right. I deny right. your reality. You... It's substituted for We got to defend this. We got to defend this. Um, okay. All right, Josiah, let's do this. Uh, I don't know how much a personified notion of evil adds to the concept of evil. I think the yeah. concept of evil doesn't need to be a person. Um, <laughs> 
Jackal, go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that vaguely there isn't really much of a need for there to be some kind of... <laughs> there doesn't need to be a supernatural figure to influence human evil. One, because I think that overall the religious traditions of ancient Israel from which all Abrahamic religions come from, there isn't that. That's not a thing there. It all comes from a lot of, this is us. This is, a lot of this is, is us breaking things is because of this. And I kind of view it as a scapegoat in that way. Mm. In, in pushing, which is not to say that I don't think that there is malevolent angels or that like in Job, there are angels who are not particularly pleased with us and present a more accusatory and a prosecutorial position. But I, the, the idea of the, of the devil being this, grand mighty evil force constantly tempting i think that there is malevolent angels but i i think that there's enough human evil we are far Mm -hmm. more capable you are really gonna say there is no devil when newt gingrich exists Newt is okay, a human la- being, and you have to live la- with that. Andrew Tate is not human. That is not human. He came from this species. He came from this species. We gotta deal demon. with that. That we is de- demonic energy. This is not... This is not... No, this is What about the... Mass exorcist. The Pope needs to put the United States under interdict. What is it, only There's only one person who I do believe was demonically possessive. That was Ronald Reagan. What about Ronald okay? Reagan what about the part? The what devil. about the part of the Gospels where uh, he the was Satan, the devil, where Jesus cat like literally was like, you know, I I saw the Satan be cast out of heaven. It was real cool. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> see, see, Phil's got a point. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. He, you have to hand it to him. This God way. said not it, listen, God said a, that oh he was cast out of heaven, so he must be real. The Satan yeah, must be real. Jesus well, said he was real. Jesus you, said he was. You real. think you're Jesus smart? You two like think you're real. smarter than God? <sighs> That's a good. You can't beat. You can't beat the. You can't beat the, that I've Jesus said the Satan was real. This. I, I have to fact Jesus check said the Satan was. He treated I, and the I'm Satan sure that I could find a, a a more. Jesus and the devil literally I met. They am met. gonna be. He tempted him in the desert. The last email has actually got a bunch of questions in it, so we need to go. Move on. Let's let's go. <laughs> Me and Josiah are right. Uh, Finch is full of rog as usual. No, That's right. No yep. no no no. Eh! Okay. <laughs> the Catholic Church taking an L as usual. Well, the greatest okay. the greatest lie they oh, ever told f- was the, that's the devil fucking rich Protestant. Last right. email comes hey, to hey, us hey, from hey, Francis. Hey, 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 you got you, you got something to say about the Black Church, Finch? Do you have something? To say? Last oh, email no, you know exactly comes what I'm from about. Francis. It comes from Francis. Good evening. I blocked out some time. You are so lucky you broke up that fight. <laughs> Well, because I was gonna win. No, you were not. I was. You have something to say about the Spanish church jackal. Good evening. Okay. (laughs) I blocked out some time in my schedule to write the following questions. What are your go-to recipes? Is question number one. What? Who wants to go first? To like my food. Okay. Um, Well, jackal, you have the best meals, so go for it. I'm like, thank you, Finch. Uh, oh, man. Uh, <laughs> honestly, uh, I my go-to meal for when I have no idea what to cook is uh, either spaghetti and meat sauce or meat sauce and rice. Or chili. Ooh. That's that's like, for me, like I always get like ground turkey 
uh, to just have on hand if there's nothing else to cook. So that's something where like, oh, I, I have no time to, to like really, you know, devote to this. This I can, I, I can bang out in like half an hour. Um, rice doesn't take long because I have a pressure cooker. It, it doesn't mm-hmm. take long at all. That's like, that's always my, my go-to recipe. The second is recently stew. If mm. you take the time, you can make something like you can make a good stew will last you like a week, a full week of just eating just that. You can have rice with it. You can have, um, I, I did a chicken, chicken stew with dumplings and it was very, very good. And then I did a more traditional stew later on that was chicken and potatoes, carrots, you know, the classic stew lasts lasted me like a week in a weekend it was delicious hell yeah uh so my go-to recipe is like if if i'm ever like hungry for something it could be meat it could be like steak like a like a not a not a super nice steak because that's expensive but like if you can find um you can find what what am i thinking of that if you can find like um on the tip of my tongue anyway it's it's like a sirloin that's right if you can find like sirloin which is just nice enough to be a good steak Mm. and let's say you can't grill you pan you put that in a pan with some like garlic and olive oil olive oil maybe butter if olive oil is a little bit too you know if you're not feeling it Uh, butter you put some like uh like fresh herbs thyme rosemary you, you cook it you toss it in the butter and the fresh herbs and then from the from the juice at the bottom you make a simple like either white or red wine pan sauce does not matter if you use red or white wine it's just a preference for taste nice you make either or and then you just pour it on top you can make any side with it you know it's just such a simple meal but it's really hearty and it tastes very nice and then you could also use chicken because it, it's the same thing but you need to rub the meat whatever it is salt pepper garlic powder it's all you need uh finch okay um very quickly um i like making um honey garlic uh cauliflower bites which is very nice mm. Yeah. Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah, it kind of it kind of sort of tastes like chicken wings, but it's it's vegan. It's very healthy. Like I've um, I've actually yeah, it's um, definitely something you can eat while and lose weight while you're eating it. Uh, also like butternut squash bisque. Uh, I make chicken stir fry and yes, uh, (laughs) butternut squashes. I got I got some back at my at my dorm that uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna make a, a a starter out of it. It's oh, so good. It is so good. Um, I've made buttermilk squash mac, mac and cheese as well, which has been pretty good. Um, that sounds nice. Yeah, it was. It was really good. And um, yeah, actually, I also do the same thing as you, Jackal. I make pasta and meat sauce as well. So. It's so simple, and if you see, like, it's if, very simple. And if you load it with a bunch of seasonings, it it doesn't take much time, and you have a delicious meal in what like half an hour. For yeah. the pasta to cook and to cook the meat. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. Um, go to recipes for me. Um, I don't know. Uh, I I was in like a tighter financial situation at the beginning of this year than by the end of the year, so I was making a lot of chicken because that's cheap. Um, so I don't know. Uh, I, still, I still make a lot of chicken. Yeah, I still like chicken, but 
uh my my go-to is like um i i was making like a spinach and cream cheese stuffed uh chicken breast that's pretty good um and then i cooked like cajun chicken thigh a lot just like cajun seasoning really simple because i'm thinking purely functional one of my new year's resolutions this year is to like start making stuff that's just for the sake of it being good rather than just trying to get a recipe quickly done as soon as possible um because that's really all it's been this year is just like trying to just fucking make dinner when i'm tired um yeah that uh i make a really good it's just like a really simple good pressure cooker um pulled pork that i'll make and then have like lunches for the whole uh week that's pretty good and then i don't know i'm trying to think of like complicated stuff that i make that often um i don't know i'd like to make some more complicated stuff this year um yeah i don't know uh next up uh, favorite kind of soup clam chowder clam chowder clam chowder uh, Who wants chowder? Guys, my favorite fa- soup I'm, is clam chowder. Excellent. I'm glad we're all uh, in agreement here. Well, actually, my favorite soup is it's simple. It's chicken. Noodle. It's like a good diner style chicken noodle. You know what? The week, baby. Fair, fair. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. Um, I like like a chicken and dumpling or chicken and gnocchi kind of soup. That's always a good time. Mm. You know, another good soup, miso soup. Miso is very soup. good. No. Yeah. Um, favorite type of sword. Mike, this is great because uh, he guesses. Uh, my guess is Finch likes the Gladius. Jackal likes the Katana, but not in a dork way. <laughs> Thank, thanks, Francis. <laughs> Phil likes the hand and a half because of the versatility. Uh, he can attack people and make innuendo about the sword name. Uh, <laughs> and Josiah is a scimitar man. That sounds right. <laughs> yeah. I think I think Francis pegged us. I, I no, think no, that no, he no, 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 no. Really bad. What is wrong with you? <laughs> and, hey, listen. I had self control in that, that moment. I didn't say a sex joke. Nope. What All I right. am, I would have. That's, that's something right. I would have expected Phil to say. Come on. I was not. It was not intentional. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. What's the coolest place or artifact you've seen in person? I will say my cheat answer always with uh with is in Paris Saint Chapelle the um Gothic uh, stained glass cathedral is amazing. Uh, Phil. So um well you know people can kind of be like relics in their own right. You know um, I don't re- I really don't you, like where you're if, going. If with this. you are going to say who I'm going to say, I'm the punch. Anyway, I met Cornell West this God <laughs> damn it you. <laughs> You should be ashamed to refer to him as a fossil. Not yeah. not like a relic in a in a like in a like an antiquated sense, and that he is he is has a magnanimous presence and mm. is um uh-huh. Phil, yeah, you are really digging yourself deeper here. I just wanted to say I met Cornell West this year. You could have just said you met Cornell West. That was an equivalent. It was an equivalent. You, you literally it's, it's just could have like, said you met Cornell West. Uh f- Finch. Oh, I saw the Pope. I guess the most, if we're going by artifacts, uh, I was able to see the uh, altar. So like the, we agree the main... that Pope Francis Shut up, was Phil. I, I, had main... a, uh... I was able. All of you men are speaking over me. Again. Again. You are, you encourage this, Josiah. Don't I, I even start. I did not. Just. Just. This. What? just... <laughs> I saw the main altar of St. Peter's Basilica as well, which was incredibly beautiful. It was what an experience that was. All right. 
All right, Phil, get it out of your system. So we agree that uh, Pope Francis is a bit of a relic himself. Hey, Phil, shut up. You Stop know, talking. Actually, you know what <laughs> else is a, is a, is a relic? Technically, when he dies, he'll be a relic because Pope true. Blood is usually that, a that's relic. That's true. So. You all need to stop talking. <laughs> Yo, it's kind of like how the office of the Pope is a relic. Anyway. He's like a pre-relic. No, no. Oh, no, this. no, Don't start no. this fight. Don't start this fight. Don't start this That's fight. Especially yeah. not this late. This Low is why tri- my yeah, brain is exactly like this. Guys, we are so... It's, yeah, so you can't tired. make fun is, of us, Jackal. Is, Our Pope 12, already died. Phil, it, shut up. 12, it is 1235. <laughs> and over there, it's like 11. This is going to so. be the longest episode of Mammonberg that's ever happened. Jackal, what is the coolest place or artifact or whatever you've seen? Uh, probably, uh, there, I wish I remember the name of the painting. <clears throat> but there was, there was this painting, which was an interpretation of the end of the world. That was, it still sticks with me as being the best thing I've ever seen. It's so big and like, uh, it, it's... It gives you that experience that, that, that feeling that I think that if you enter, like, Finch, when you enter, when you were in Rome and you saw the Renaissance paintings that litter the city, it's, it gives you this awe of something that is so bigger than you. And you have to remind yourself a human made this and painted it. And it almost feels impossible that there's something like this could have been painted. And it was like the scale too was massive and it was depicting like magma coming from the ground, thunder from the sky, cities collapsing. It, it was, so I, I'm going to have to check to see what, what the name of this was because the, it's never left me of just how big and how, how, evocative it felt like something that should have been in a video game or a movie but it was painted on oil on canvas by a dude and it feels like that's something that's impossible the how could yeah. someone sh- could have done this at that time with that kind of material i uh you made me think of i also wanted to throw in i uh monet's water lilies that's oh, a good yeah, point and that, that made me and there was those are fucking amazing in person I think, um, yeah, any, seeing any modern, any work of art that you're used to seeing, like, in a textbook or on the computer, when you see it in person, it's completely different. It's so different, yeah. Guys, yeah. please. please um, well, like don't worry. This is the last one. Yes. The last question. Yes. Do you have music or podcast recommendations for me specifically, Francis specifically? I... Ooh, for Francis specifically. Hmm. Now, Do I have can a I... podcast recommendation for Francis? Or music. For Pope Francis? No, no, Francis, no, no, the, for the person Francis, emailing the person us. Fra- oh. Like the our Francis, the Francis on, di- on yo, Discord. Yo, Uncle F. Francis. Okay. Yo, Uncle F, what's or, your uh, what's, what's your listening Francis. mood? You know? I see. Well, what's or- not Catholic Francis, Orthodox Francis. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Orthodox <laughs> Francis, not Catholic <laughs> British Francis, not South American Francis. <laughs> You're right, yes. So many Francis's to keep track of. I just Well, I'd recommend the Mammonberg podcast. Yeah, I also recommend the well, actually, um, podcast. You know that, have you heard Mammonberg? It's pretty good. I heard that, that there's this new podcast coming out called the Eastern Block Cinema Club. I don't uh, we, we shouldn't be, be announcing released. that if we haven't figured if we haven't fully figured it out yet. <laughs> the really the release date <laughs> is <job>. eventually. <laughs> The release date is eventually. And no. we'll get around to it. <laughs> you can't. 
is this going to be your Duke Nukem forever? You're just going to have when it's done. Yeah, we're going to keep saying we're going to get around to it. Um, When it's done. (laughs) You know, man, this is hard. Uh, I'll just say something, a podcast that's in my rotation quite a bit is American Prestige. Um, It's a good uh, geopolitics. Um, If you're just kind of confused what the fuck's going on, their weekly roundups is pretty good for just understanding a quick snapshot of what's going on in geopolitics. So, uh, I, the album dancing in the moonlight by King harvest. Ooh, nice, nice one. Uh, Finch and Phil. Wait, what I'm happened? I'm trying to think it's so late. <laughs> I didn't do music with Francis because Francis and I grew up together. And so we discovered most of the music that we both like together in high school. So <laughs> I can't really recommend. I have to remind there. myself right. that you, you and Francis right, knew fight. each other in person. Yes, we do. We Uh, know each other currently in person. (laughs) Okay, I'll I'll recommend a podcast that Jekyll recommended me, which is uh, Astonishing Legends. Yeah, Mm. yeah. I actually subscribe to their Patreon now. Yes, I think that they are a very excellent podcast. I actually was listening them to them on the way down to uh, Phil's wedding. So, oh yeah, Um, it's they're they're a good one if you like uh, like cryptid lore and everything sort of surrounding that subgenre they're uh they're a great pick Ooh, i'm gonna throw one thing in it's completely out of left field not at all in our normal wheelhouse uh the podcast it's it's now defunct but fiasco knots um i jackal i've talked about the the game fiasco have, yeah. the are a lot i love the role-playing game and i've always felt that it would be very appropriate for a podcast setting because it is uh not like the dice are just for storytelling purposes it's purely just improv stuff and so it's like a perfect like could be a radio drama and there's only one podcast that has ever done that and that is fiasco knots and i have not laughed that hard at a podcast there's some of those episodes i've laughed harder than anything i've ever listened to so I will also throw in a podcast, uh, one that I forgot, but that bringing up Astonishing Legends and Fiasco Knots, I remembered. Oh, yes, I think that, and this uh, is to Francis, but broadly to everyone, uh, Our Fake History. Mm. It covers sort of all of, like, like, the historical misconceptions and, like, it covers fake history, but not, like, history that doesn't exist. It's the perception of, like, false perceptions on history. So... Who really was Attila the Hun? And, like, who were the actual Huns? What became of, like, what's the myth of the Titanic and what actually happened? What should you believe about mm. the Knights Templars and the history behind that? Uh, um, who was, who was the first person to really take flight? What are gargoyles and what do they mean? Uh, stuff like that. Like, or, like, what happened to, the, like, what really happened to the Library of Alexandria? I fucked it. I fucked the Library of Alexandria. Okay, we're getting tired. Jack, or Phil, give your recommendation, and then we gotta wrap this shit up. I like how so, we uh, no one, we didn't comment on that at all. It's just... Yeah. Like, mm. no, so yeah, what's well, a... That was just, that's like, that's like when, um, when you see, like, uh, a big yawn come out of, like, a, a little baby. That's what Phil... That, you're telling me is, that 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 so is the equivalent of Phil's yawn. That's Phil's Phil's version of that is just to make a joke. Which is like, guys, yes, I'm guys. getting I'm getting pegged by CS. All right, Phil, <laughs> Phil, <laughs> Phil, oh just God. go, just go. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, well, uh, guys, 
Um, my recommend. <laughs> I don't have a podcast recommendation. Um, I Just like Wendigoon. Wendigoon is a good YouTuber. Yeah, I don't know Wendigoon's if any. Good. Uh, yeah, Wendigoon Wendigoon is he's good. a he's a Christian too. We love our Christians here. Wendigoon is a Christian, and I and he's he's a valid. It's pretty wholesome. Too. I don't know what his denomination is, but he's a valid whatever he is, and he, he's pretty cool. Did he say he was a youth pastor? He's a youth pastor. Yeah, he 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 does teach Sunday school. I have no idea what the denomination it, is. It is but... so rare for you guys to bring up a YouTuber that I actually have heard of. Yeah, that, <laughs> yes. that, I was surprised that you know who Wendigoon is. Yeah, he had, he had a couple lists, uh, like videos where he like went through the iceberg stuff that I like. He has a really good book on the, the. He has a really good video on the apocryphal text of the of the Bible. Yeah, and I was surprised when I watched when I like I listened to the last podcast stuff on Revelation. I thought. Man, I love you guys, but man, you're this is this is not good. But Wendigood, actually, not bad. P- pretty simple. Yeah. Alright, folks. That is cool. the end of the mailbag. We that we is. did it. For probably we'll see after <laughs> editing. Likely the longest episode of Mammonberg ever. But we also took the month off and it's the finale, so whatever. Yeah. We were all busy for for December. So I, I, I'm glad that we all took the month off and I'm, I'm happy that we were able to do an episode to give one last send off to 2020, uh, 2022 for good or for ill. And as we bring in the new year, I would like for all of us to remember something. Yeah. Your friend, your, your friend, but Carson, we are wonderful people. You are wonderful, wonderful Christians. Wonderful people. You, you, I, I have every, every, Thank every you. conviction that you all would have voted for me, like, like some of the compatriots here who, who love me so much. I, I love, I love you all so much. I, and I would, I would, I would, I, I would open up your brains and fondle your, your skulls. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm too tired to get mad at this. Um, <laughs> although okay, I'm really me. tired, I'm really tired. I might still just go play Crusader Kings. To be fully honest, fuck you, right. fuck good night, everybody. To yourself. Have a good night. All right, and we'll we'll be back. Are we starting back up in January? Sometime uh, in January, probably like later January. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, later okay. January. Yeah. Well, we'll see you guys next year. Maybe later January. Maybe we'll put out a loose episode who knows the world the 2023 is a world of possibilities look forward to us uh to the mammonberg covering the campaign trail oh god all right oh god nightmare returns and we, we we're gonna that's... do a we're gonna mammonberg is going to is gonna cut co- is gonna have our first presidential race coverage I mean, okay <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, I, I've been Josiah. You can follow me at Josiah W. Sutton, and I was joined by my three lovely ho- co-hosts. We've got Jackal. Uh, you can follow me at Jackal Jester on uh, Elon Musk's Twitter dot com. Uh, Phil, you can follow me at Cryptid Director on the Twitter dot com that I haven't used in like a month. And uh, you can you you can also. Fail, shut the fuck up. Uh, Finch. Yeah. There are um, no jokes left in me. I'm going to punch you in the throat. Uh, uh, you can follow me. You can follow me at Finchuor on on the 
on the bird app. Okay. You can All also right. join our Discord if you haven't already. You can also join our Discord if you haven't already. And remember, uh, death to America. Uh, Goddamn America, sex. that's in the Bible. That is in the Bible. That's in the Bible. Oh! 